shit out of your head. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. LosRadio.com yeah. presents Regans of Wrestling Lucha Outsiders Show Lucha Mafia Los Mania 3, baby. Today. We got Jose from the Regans of Wrestling. We got Leo, the old man on the board. Yeah. Sammy Suplex is in the building. And Here I'm your go. boy, Mr. Rated R. What's up, people? WrestleMania season. Woo! Woo! What's up, everybody? Hell yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Mario. We're here. We're here. WrestleMania's finally here. Sort of. Kind of. A Jace. Kind of. Kind of. It's basically WrestleMania weekend, people. It's Wait, almost here. Let's let's feel the excitement in the air. It's, yeah? It's, it's growing. It's growing. That's what she... <laughs> <laughs> I, That's what she said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Good Lord. So, first of all, we want to thank everybody for being here with us. Also, thank Mr. Uh, Regan of Wrestling, because we got one of them, right? We got one yeah, of the Ricans. Yeah, we we were talking off air. We were like, "Hey, maybe uh maybe Rico didn't want no smoke because he's such a Becky Lynch mark." <laughs> I'm wearing the man T-shirt. But right? no, I'm no, but it has nothing to do with that. I'm a Becky Lynch fan. I was a Becky Lynch fan before anybody else was. Yeah, he was. I'm he just was. saying, you know, since he's biased in his opinions on the Ricans of Wrestling Show, they could check out every single week. Right. Maybe he just didn't want no smoke. Yeah. He's a just saying. He's you know friend. what? He's been out of town for the last couple of weeks, and you know he's always been super biased with Becky Lynch. <laughs> I always try to be as objective as I can. Oh, about, but he couldn't be on the show. But you know what? You guys get an upgrade anyways because Paul <laughs> <Paul Cindy laughs> is making Los Maniacs. There it is. Huh? And he's we disconnected. and we lost him. We lost Jose. To get he's frozen though. He's frozen. Let's try again. All right. While we get Jose back on the show, we'll Jose. Yes. Um, thanks to everybody that's on the Facebook Live chat. Make sure that you subscribe to both channels and like the pages at Regans of Wrestling, at Lucha Outsiders. Also, mm-hmm. if you miss anything on today's episode, there will be podcast versions for both Regans of Wrestling and the Lucha Outsiders. They'll be on both channels. And for more information on that, you can also go to LosRadio.com because the Regans of Wrestling Lucha Outsiders show are part of the LosRadio.com. Yep. Brown always coming in hot. There's something about it being in New York this year. I'm not sure you guys heard about it. Um, I don't know what you mean by that. But, um, but next Sunday is Mania. Is anyone heading to uh, WrestleCon? Um, actually, Sam and myself will be at WrestleCon. So if you guys see us, um, we'll be decked out in um, chalk line gear. So if you guys yeah, see us, uh, make sure you say what's up. We can chat it up with you guys. We we actually have a – before we get – let's kind of hold off on TakeOver. Let's kind of give um, the people, the friends of the show, kind of a breakdown of what we're going to do. For, All right, um, so th- before we get Jose on, so we could cover Takeover, but go ahead. Tim. Thursday night, we're gonna be hitting MLW uh, in, in Queens. Queens. Yep, at the Melrose Ballroom, uh, and then right after that, we're gonna be shooting over to I believe that's the Rawway Rec Center for the Impact Show. Mm. Uh, we're gonna have to get some sleep 
So then somehow it, we got to squeeze and sleep there. Right in the morning, we're going to be heading into the city, into Midtown for uh, WrestleCon. WrestleCon uh, for U.S. versus the world, and to meet some of uh, the legends. And Friday, I'm so upset. I don't have my NXT tickets just yet, and I've been so so OCD about this. I have been checking and the NXT Takeover tickets on StubHub. Every hour. And what have I been telling you? To calm down and to wait until the day of. But mm-hmm. I don't care. I want my ticket. I need to I need to have it. My whole weekend is set except for this day. This night, I mean. You gotta wait. Yeah. All right, you have to wait. You gotta relax. I know. Um your wife is even commenting saying it's been driving. You yeah. crazy driving, driving her crazy that you're so OCD about this. I think we got Jose back on. Hold um, on. Yep, I see him. Yeah, we got Jose. You're there. Yeah, there we go. There Sorry go. about the technical difficulty, guys. Did, this this Thanos get you? What? Yeah, I I, I barely escaped because <laughs> you disappeared out of thin air. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were we, but now. don't worry. We 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 kind of wasted some time. We we're talking about what we we're gonna do for Mania weekend, so we didn't want to start the the takeover card. Before uh, you got back onto the show, there we go, man. I'm ready. Let's. I'm pumped up. Let's talk takeover. Let's talk mania. Let's talk G1 Supercard. All, All right. right, sounds good, brother. Let's so, start with the, the tag team match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you want to start off, uh, Sam? Oh, uh, we got War Machine, War Raiders, but we War, can still call yeah. them War Machine. <laughs> War Raiders versus um, Ricochet and Alistair Black. All right, Jose, what do you think about this match? Who's taking the gold? Um, at the end of the night here. You know, this should be a very interesting matchup come takeover. I mean, we've seen Aleister Black and Ricochet just run shop for the last month and a half, not just in NXT, but also on the main roster. Um, you know, there's a lot of people speculating right now that um, they, they could possibly take both NXT and Raw Tag Team Champions since it's been announced oh. that this, uh, that they're going to be having a match this Monday uh, against the Revival for the, NXT, uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championship. So it'll be very interesting how this plays out. Now, if you're an, an, an analytical person like myself and you guys are, and we're looking at this from a purely from a booking standpoint and how things are going to play out uh, from now from Mania to SummerSlam, then I'm going to say that War Raiders will retain the NXT Tag Team Championships and uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet can sail off into the sunset into the main roster full time. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with that. Absolutely. I think they're going to have a really uh, – I think they're going to open. That's why I started with that. I that think they're going to open too. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah, they're going to open that. that show. Yeah, and they're going to get everybody excited. It's going to be a great tag team match, uh, very reminiscent of the match that they had uh, with um, – the undisputed era um but i agree with you i feel like uh war machine <laughs> i guess i don't want to call them the war raiders even Such though a horrible they, they had a great entrance at the last takeover um with that whole gimmick that they do but um i really feel like uh yeah they're they're gonna keep that the nxt title uh on on war war raiders what do you think mario you know, uh, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit and, and kind of talk about how we got this match to begin with. Um, I'm okay with the simple fact that Aleister Black and Ricochet decided to join forces to be part of this uh, tag team tournament, the, the Dusty Rhodes Classic. I'm cool with that. I just hate the fact that they've been tag teaming on Raw. I think that's, to me, I don't like that. 
Um, I just hate the fact they're a tag team. It makes sense in the NXT universe, but why are we doing this on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown? So I don't like that. Um, like uh, Jose did just say that they're, the 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 rumor was that they were going to actually t- challenge for the Raw titles in Mania. Now they 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 bumped that to Raw, so we're gonna get that uh, tomorrow night. Um, I think we what they've done with the revival is atrocious. And that's another yeah. subject. It's been atrocious what they've done with the revival. You want to of the talk Ro- about that now? No, we're not going to talk about that. So I think the if if we were if I was a betting man, I will put money in Aleister Black and Ricochet winning the Raw Tag Titles. Why I don't know, but I see that happening when it comes to Takeover. I think the match is going to be great. Um, but when it comes to the Dusty Rhodes Classic, I hate the fact that they beat the Forgotten Sons in the final because the Forgotten Sons are not over to me. Like, as heels, as whatever, they, I just don't... They, they do nothing for me. They're no different from Sanity. They're no different from the Wyatt family. It's that whole stigma of a character that we had the Wyatt family, WWE ruined it. Then we had Sanity. They were doing great in NXT, and guess what? They got called up. They did nothing with them. So how are the Forgotten Sons any different except when it comes to these three individuals they're just not over they don't care about them it's not taken away from the town in the ring just nobody cares about them so i would have rather seen the undisputed era be in the final and it would have made more sense it's a credible team it's a credible team they're former tag champs i would have loved to seen them in the final but instead we got asher black and ricochet defeating the forgotten sons attacking that nobody gives a shit about and now we're getting them challenging war machine the match is going to be good we know all four guys could work um, I don't see Alistair and Ricochet, uh, whatchamacallit, going over. War Machine's going to go over, and then they're going to get their somewhat of a, not a current call S type um, goodbye, but, you know, I think um, I think a couple of years ago when Nakamura left NXT, um, everybody in in the venue gave him a standing ovation. It was right. at a takeover, and I see Ricochet and Alistair Black in the same standing ovation when they when they lose the match. Yeah, I, I, I see the Forgotten Sons as a knockoff of the Disciples of Apocalypse back from... Oh, DOA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and their name is very uh, um, appropriate because they're easily forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo, what do you think about... <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, what do you what do you think about uh, this tag team match that we're going to be getting on well, Friday night? I think I think with the with the tag team, especially with uh, Alistair and uh, and Ricochet, I think it's the easiest way for you to actually show people who they are um, and not kind of get it dirty. Because again, and it's funny because uh, Luis Figueroa is saying the call ups is turning into the the Madden cover curse. It kind of is, yes. you know, all the guys. That's that a great uh, metaphor, analogy, yeah. <laughs> however you want to call that. Because yeah. yeah. I, I listen, I didn't go to college or anything, so I don't know, and I didn't, I didn't pay attention to school. So whatever you want to call that, an analogy, <laughs> a metaphor, that's a really that, great that way of putting it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I like that. But uh, you know, it'll be an interesting match whether they win or not. It's gonna be a good match to watch, and and, and I'm looking forward to it. Not gonna lie, I'm looking forward to that one more than the, the WrestleMania one that's supposed to happen. So Mario, uh, moving on to the the next on the card, we got a a fatal four way match for the NXT Women's Championship. We got Shayna Baszler defending against um, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. Um, man, I know a lot of people give so much uh like praise to Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, and even Bianca Belair in the last year, she's been just tearing it up and and coming on the uprise. But man. 
Shayna Baszler, I, I can't. I, I'm a big fan of Shayna Baszler. She's an incredible champion. She knows her character very well. Yes. She's a great performer. A lot of people don't give her credit because, you know, she came from an MMA uh, uh, background in the past. But, man, I think Shayna Baszler is amazing in the ring. And um, I have a funny feeling that Shayna Baszler is going to drop the title here. If I was a Betty man, I'll say Iro Shirai. And I think Shayna Baszler is going to get called up, and I think she's going to make her Raw debut. Monday after Mania. On Monday? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with Bianca Belair taking the title. Um, I know people probably are looking at me like I'm a little nuts by saying that, but I feel Your like... Your wife said you're a little nuts. Stop looking at NXT. No, I'm... I'm <laughs> I am. I'm going to get a ticket, baby. I'm, it, it's happening, God damn it. We're going! No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and she did write that on the comments. Though. If you guys yeah. saw that, make sure you like that comment. Go. Uh, Bianca Belair, uh, she has it. She has the the swagger she can cut a promo she has the look she has that fucking cool hair whip thing that is just um really unique i feel like they're gonna put the title on her i agree that uh shana baszler is gonna get called up to raw and she is going to try to avenge her fallen friend ronda rousey but we'll get to that he's already booking. i'm already booking it hey hey, 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 hey on paper it makes perfect sense jose yeah. what you got what are you what are you thinking over there uh, that's really smart from sam i gotta tell you listen um I have a strong feeling that Shayna Baszler is actually going to retain huh. this uh, this championship I like and and make her main roster debut as NXT champion. Ooh. The kinda, reason I say that because... Kind of like what KO did a couple years ago. Absolutely. Listen, I, at, in the very beginning when Shayna Baszler made her debut, I was very, very critical of her because she wasn't very good in the ring. She didn't really know how to tell her story. Her promos were shit. But ever since she's had that NXT Women's Championship title, I got to tell you, her promos have been way better. Her in-ring work mm -hmm. as a heel has been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And she knows how to tell a story, and she knows how to be a hated heel. And and for that being the simple fact, listen, she has, she has everything going in her favor. Not only that, but you got um, Shafir and her other one that are in their corner. Listen, I'm going to call shenanigans from the very beginning. Shayna ba Baszler wins with shenanigans, retains the NXT championship, and makes her NXT debut, I mean, her main roster debut on Raw the following night. That's yeah. a good call. That's, a, that's a hot that. take right there. I can see that. Hot take. Yeah, and if you guys are in the comments, make sure you share this. Make sure you give a thumbs up. Let us know what you guys think of what's going to happen at NXT, at, at Mania, the weekend. Is it going to rain? A lot of people are saying it's going to rain, Mario. It's going to be interesting if it rains. It doesn't matter. In this New York, Jersey, people are still going to be out there like a bunch of marks. So I'm going to get a poncho. Well, you could do that. I'm thugging it out, brother. I'm thugging it out. For three, what was it, like eight hours long? You're going to thug it out? No, I'll thug it out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's going to be some soggy-ass boys. Bro. All right. <laughs> let's, keep, let's move on to this takeover card. Um, we got Velveteen Dream defending the North American champion, Chip. Against Matt Riddle, uh, Leo. What do you th What are your thoughts on this match? Uh, it's going to be an interesting match. Uh, Matt Riddle again, somebody else who's coming over from MMA. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because you don't want to typecast him as, oh, you're coming over from from MMA. You have to be like Brock Lesnar and you have to be like Ronda Rousey. I think with Riddle and even Shayna Baszler, it's not the same character that no. they're playing. Mm -hmm. Shayna Baszler is more believable mm -hmm. 
and so is Matt Riddle. Mm -hmm. So with this match, I think Matt Riddle is going to take it over oh. because he's a face. You want that face with that title going into that that show right after WrestleMania or right after NXT. So, Sammy, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Matt Riddle. I feel like uh, the machine is behind this kid uh, 100%. Uh, and I feel like Velveteen has had an awesome run in NXT, but it's mm -hmm. his time. And I don't think we see him on Raw. I feel like we're going to see him on SmackDown uh, after Mania. I feel like... Uh, Who, Dream? Yeah, I feel like that's where he winds up. Um, but I think that they're going to have a great match. Uh, it's going to be overshadowed, though, by that tag match, and I think by the, the main event, but we'll get to the main event when we get to it. But Jose. Listen, I love Matt Riddle, but I don't think it's time yet. I think the Velveteen Dream will actually retain, and, and I actually think he's going to stay in NXT for just a little bit longer, probably until uh, SummerSlam NXT uh, time area right there. Um He's been doing phenomenal as an NXT North American champion. Um, personally, from being at the tapings, this guy gets a massive reaction, heel or face. Um, he is over with the crowd one way or another. Um, he's going to have the, the match of his life, this uh, this coming up takeover, because Matt Riddle's no joke. Matt Riddle will take you down and will beat the living shit out of you. He definitely has um, that going for him. But from a booking standpoint... I think we need to keep Velveteen Dream in NXT just a little bit longer because right now we are getting a flood of NXT super, uh, superstars that are there right Man. now. Superstars, are we going to get another flood of superstars uh, next Monday? I think it's too much too soon. we got to gradually get it in. We just got Alistair and Ricochet, who are the two big names uh, in, in NXT right now. I think the smart thing to do, keep Velveteen just for a little bit until SummerSlam uh, NXT TakeOver uh, weekend. Then have him drop the title then, and then you bring up a Velveteen Dream. My thing is, what is he going to wear? I don't know, what's man. His, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be attire. surprised if it's Shawn Michaels esque gear. He hasn't done Shawn Michaels yet. Dream. Uh -huh. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh, side with Jose on this one too. I think uh, Dream is gonna pull an upset on Riddle, and it's gonna be one of those close calls where it's gonna be like one of these finishes where Dream just kind of steals a win. Where they could probably have a, a, another match at a NXT taping, I mm -hmm. I don't see Dream dropping the title because literally he just got it a couple months ago. Like I I I doubt that Gargano's gonna drop the title and then Dream gets it only for a Riddle to just beat him in their one match. I, I don't see that happening. Um, I think uh, so you see it, more. I of think a, I think there's a more story to tell okay. with Dream defeating Riddle and handing Riddle his first loss and. Well, technically his first it's technically his second loss, but his first loss was in that in that fatal five way match. So this will be his first loss on a one on one. And I think there's a story to tell where Riddle wants to avenge that loss and take that title away from Dream somewhere down the line. Um but yeah, I think Velveteen Dream, I think on paper people are expecting Riddle to win. Yeah. And we're we're there's already possibilities that we're gonna crown two different champ two to three different champions on this card. So I don't see because um, that's another thing. You're, you're not yeah. going to have every single. Uh, so title I change. don't see Riddle winning it, at least not yet. Um, Dream, I see Dream getting called up maybe around SummerSlam after SummerSlam um, to the main roster, main mm. roster, quote unquote. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I see uh, I see Velvet and Dream uh, beating Riddle.
Also, to interject really quick here, Mario, um, one thing that you were saying in the storyline, this is, you know, Matt Riddle may want some retribution. Again, this is the first time we're seeing Velveteen Dream go up against Matt Riddle mm -hmm. at a major pay-per-view takeover event like this. So the money in this storyline is going to be in in the battle with each other in in Matt Riddle's chase because yep. uh, you got to extend that storyline. Exactly. That's why I'm saying mm -hmm. right now we, we at least got to get three matches out of these guys mm -hmm. to, to see who's going to go over, who's going to be that that top guy, because now that Alistair and Ricochet are on their way out, these are technically the top guys, him, Cole, and uh, and Riddle. These are going to be the top guys in the in, in, for the next year. So you got to establish that storyline between Velveteen and Riddle. Also, don't forget, this is going to be kind of a clash of styles, too, because Velveteen Dream is, you know, why he's great in the ring for what he is, and he has so much. He's a very young guy, but he's a WWE talent. He's a WWE creation, while Matt Riddle, he went through the Indies and all this good stuff. So this is going to be a clash of styles, and I think no, no matter what Dream has been handed to, he's had good matches with a bunch of different people from a bunch of different styles. So this is going to be a clash of styles right here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't wait for this one. Um, I'm still going to hold hold my ground. I feel like the, the, the machine is behind Matt Riddle. Um, but man, I, I just can't wait. And like I said, I'm about to check uh, StubHub right now. We'll do it after the show, bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 be a Leo here. <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> Stop. We got people here in the chat. Uh, Chris Brown saying, Mario, I read yesterday that Gargano will remain in NXT as long as Ciampa is out for the, the remainder. And no, don't forget, we'll talk about Gargano and Cole. And, and, uh, and also, Lars Sullivan should be making his... Uh, his debut. That's what it was over here. No! I'm not. I oh, am not God. holding my breath on that. No! <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Lars Sullivan, but you know what? People do give a shit about Walter versus yes. the NXT UK Woo! champion. Yes. Good transition, Mario. Pete good, Dunn. good. Good broadcasting skills. Thank oh, you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh I appreciate it. You know, this bro. Match. This match. I remember the rumors when the rumors came out that Walter was going to sign a deal with the WWE. I'm like. This has to be the guy that defeats Pete Dunne for the UK Championship. He, he, there's nobody else that I could see being the guy that, that finally slays the, the UK beast at this point because Pete Dunne yeah. has been destroying everybody. Yes, yeah. Pete Dunne has been going through the roster, not only in NXT UK, but NXT as a whole. And, man, uh, Pete Dunne is one of those guys we mentioned him in our top 10 uh uh, wrestlers of the year um, in our Luchis, man. This guy is just amazing. I, this match is a potential weekend stealer right here. There's a lot of incredible matches happening across, you know, Mania, like Mania Weekend as a whole and all these different promotions. But I think this is going to be a memorable match. This is going to match we're going to be talking about at the end of the year. And with that being said, Walter defeats Pete Dunne and becomes a new UK champion. Totally agree. Mm. Totally agree. Well, everything you said, I have nothing to add. To <laughs> no, for real, there's nothing to add to that. That he's the guy to take the title off Pete Dunne, and then I I see the the rematch down the line. Um, do you think uh, that they're gonna have a takeover again for the uh, just the UK? Oh, they're definitely having another takeover uh, another. UK somewhere down the line. Yeah, so um, that that will be the the main event of the next takeover for the uk uh brand of nxt jose what's your thoughts brother uh man it's a, this is a tough one for me because you got you know you got uh pete dunn who's been a champion for over two years 600 plus days now um this guy has been on fire for and for very good reason mm -hmm. uh, but then you got a guy like walter who is an an animal that pete dunn has never ever dealt with before yep and it, it 
And I feel just like you guys said is like if this is going to be the guy to take down Pete Dunne, I don't know because you you never know how these things are booked. And for, what I've seen trend wise is they like to go into the favor of the champion, especially a long reigning one. So for that simple fact, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna say that Pete Dunne retains his UK championship. Leo, what's your thoughts? Pete Dunne, you going with Pete Dunne, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because then now, now you get to tell the story. Okay, he slayed, he slayed the the obstacle, the chosen one, the one that's well, gonna not come, the chosen well, one, the one he, that's coming yeah, in uh-huh. to to dropping, and I still beat him. Mm-hmm. Like who's out there? And then that's when you can start building that that. I whole just, story. I just, I just hope with them when it comes to this Walter and Pete Dunn match. First of all, regardless who wins, the fans win. In this case, yeah, this, this is, match is gonna be incredible. This is gonna be great. One and also. I hope that this isn't, isn't just a one-off, and I hope no matter who wins, we still get a, a, either a series of matches or a rematch. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because you don't want the one and done. No, no, no. I definitely don't. If, if for this high caliber of a match between Pete Dunne and Walter, I definitely don't want a one and done. They, they have mm-hmm. to. They, they got to give me more here. You need a trilogy. You need, uh, for this type of match, you need a trilogy. Uh, just like I mentioned with Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, you need a trilogy. That's the only way... Both of these storylines are going to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Main event time when it comes to TakeOver. Uh, man, this is a match that we weren't supposed to get. We were supposed to get Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Main event, it, you know, the trilogy. Not even a trilogy. It's just like a, a history of matches here. The fifth, 15th trilogy. It's so, it's so much matches that you got here. and so much storytelling here with the with the breakup of DIY and... um. And Jose mentioned, I remember in the Lucha Mafia episode, um, the reunion of Heel I.Y. Mm-hmm. And all these, uh, the, the, the twists and turns of the story, are they together? Gargano went to the dark side. And we, we talked about it. I know uh, the Ricans of Wrestling have talked about it on this show. And we talked about it on this show. Um, once the NXT spoilers came out, then like a couple days later, you know, it was reported with uh, Tommaso Ciampa's uh, injury. And what we were supposed to get yeah. was this match after Ciampa tried to screw over Gargano once again. But... Gargano had the upper hand, and this was all a plan in Gargano's head to try to get that NXT championship. And now, boom, we get a curveball. Ciampa mm. gets stripped off the title. Man, I feel bad for the guy. I really do. Um, I remember he sent out a tweet saying that today a little piece of me died the second mm. he got stripped from the championship. That's rough. But, you know, with with when it comes to the NXT world, you have to continue going. I think Triple H cut an amazing promo when he came out with the NXT championship, and we got some of the five, top five guys in, in mm-hmm. NXT. Uh, Alsha Black, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole. And who am I forgetting here? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody else. Adam Cole? Adam Cole, Ricochet, uh, Velveteen Dream, Alsha Black. Matt Riddle. Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle. And Adam Cole stole the the victory. My man, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. I'm wearing his shirt. Okay. Um, he stole the win, and you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you any more bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. statements here. Adam Cole is winning the NXT championship. Oh, this is no, where he no, you'll not. get your chance, all right? And you'll probably bury yourself with your fucking um, excuses. <laughs> but uh, at NXT TakeOver New York, Adam Cole, baby, will become the NXT champion because he made his debut at the Barclays Center. Also, he's been on a losing streak. He needs to get his he needs to get his moment. And what better way at the Barclays Center? This is going to be a marquee crowd. No matter who wins here, the, fr- the fans are going to support it. Yeah. And... 
Gargano wasn't supposed to win the championship this way. Gargano's supposed to win the championship by slaying the reign Ciampa. of Tommaso Ciampa. I think while all these rumors and speculations, whether Gargano's going to go to 205 Live or he's going to stay in NXT, I think he's going to stay in NXT. Mm. And I think we have we could get a trilogy of matches where Gargano somehow still can't beat Cole or maybe he wins by a DQ and he doesn't yeah. get the championship. I think there's more of a story to be told. Gargano's still chasing that title. And who knows? We don't know when Ciampa's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think I don't think Gargano wants I don't think Gar- I, I don't yeah. think Gargano wants to get his moment. Mm-hmm. I'm being NXT champion by defeating Adam Cole. That's just my opinion. Sam, what do you think? I'm going to go the opposite route. Uh I think uh everybody's been waiting for Johnny Takeover's moment and Johnny uh, Takeover. Yeah, man, yeah. and I I think that he's going to win the title. Um I feel like that's the way that they were going to go anyway. And um, this is the year of underdogs, and they're trying to make him look like the underdog. He's got to, you know, beat Adam Cole, but then you got the undisputed era looming in the background, kind of like, yeah, you got to get through us too. So um, I think that the underdog pulls it out some way, somehow. This is the year of underdogs. Um, I'm going with Johnny Takeover, man. Uh, I don't think that they're going to pivot. I think they're going to put the title on him, and, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to come in the months later on, uh, but I I, I feel like – uh, Gargano is going to be the new champ. Jose, you know what? You never know when it comes to these uh, the, to this type of situation. You know, we've had this problem before where champions have vacated their title. We think this going to go on someone, and then it told it turns out to be someone completely different. And I think that's what's going to happen here, man. I, as much as I love Johnny Gargano and I love uh, the, the, his babyface story and his <laughs> his climb up. And his, his fight against adversity and really what he wanted was to main event takeover with his best friend, Johnny Gargano, for the NXT Championship match. And unfortunately, we're not going to get that because we all know that was going to be another classic between these two guys. However, Adam Cole is going to drape in gold in 2019. He, he said that. He predicted that at the very beginning of the year. So the prophet, mm-hmm. Adam Cole Bay Bay will be your new NXT champion come takeover. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. The rest, and the rest of the Undisputed Era will be also draping in gold in 2019 mm-hmm. as the year progresses. But it will start with Adam Cole, baby. Very Four Horsemen-esque. By the end of 2019, the Undisputed Era will be all champions, goddammit. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Go ahead, Leo. What Go ahead, Leo. Saying? Try to defend yourself here. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm good. You're right. Good. <laughs> no, <laughs> come no, on, Leo. No, no, no. But give a prediction at least. No, so no, and and you know what? And it's funny because it sucks to be the last one, because you guys basically <laughs> said it all. But no, and I think with Adam Cole, with any stable, you need gold to solidify that stable, to make that stable relevant. You can't have just four guys, five guys, six guys go together, and you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the only the only title you have to show is the belt around your waist. You know yep. what I mean? Like, you don't actually have a title. So with this, you need to have them. And it's a good thing because then are they a heel stable or a face stable? They're a heel stable. So you want them to have those titles so you have all the baby faces going Jason. after yeah. them. 
So in chasing them. So that's what I think. I think it is what what um, Jose and what Mario was saying. Adam Cole is going to go. I just want to add one little thing, too, before like, oh, but a face needs to win. Technically not, because Bobby yeah. Roode beat Nakamura at a NXT TakeOver Mania. So it has nothing to do with it. And plus, this is a smarky crowd. Yeah, so they're going to you're going to hear gonna the battle. Anyway. You're going to hear the battle of chance like Adam Cole. Uh, let's go, Johnny. Or, what, or however, the Brooklyn crowd is going to chant for both guys. It's going right. to be a, a back and forth battle between the crowds and chants. So. Man. Um, regardless who wins here, this is another match that the fan base is going to win at the end of the day because we're going to be happy with the result regardless who wins. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great show. Great show. Go ahead, Mark. All right. Um, Wrestle, WrestleMania, man. Are we getting to the big one? Yeah, we're getting the to... The granddaddy of them all? Yeah, we're getting to WrestleMania here. Um, uh, man... I don't want to start with the women's battle royale because because I have my thoughts on that. So let's start with a little bit more upbeat here. Let's start with okay. something that's going to be hot fire. And, and every year, the pre-show, I guess so. It probably will be on the pre-show. But I'm uh, I remember last year Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander had an incredible match for the cruiserweight championship at Mania, and I don't think I don't see this one being any different. We have Buddy Murphy, the the cruiserweight juggernaut. Defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Tony Nese. Um, man, I remember seeing Tony Nese in the Indies, House of Hardcore, um, just in, even in Evolve. And this yeah. guy's, uh, while his promos are eh, but man, he's just an incredible talent in the ring. Yeah, he's really underrated. He's very underrated in the ring. Um, and this guy, let's be honest here, he doesn't even have to be a Cruiserweight. This guy could no. be on the main roster challenging for the IC United States Championship. Yep. Um, he's an incredible talent. We could say the same thing about Buddy Murphy. Um, man. This is going to be one. While I love Tony Nese, I think Buddy Murphy's going to retain, man. I don't see him dropping that title anytime soon. Uh, this guy's, his reign has been incredible, man. I, I, will, I would even say out of the, the, the return of the Cruiserweight division, I think his Cruiserweight run is kind of, it, it's been more memorable compared to some of the other past Cruiserweight championships with Rich Swan and TJP. Um, I, I'm going with the champion here. I'm going with Buddy Murphy. Um, I, I haven't been watching 205 Live, but then I kind of I kind of caught up. I okay. did. So, Shame on you, Sammy. I know I, it's bad, but um, I, I kind of <laughs> caught up, and now I see what the storyline is, and they're they're playing Tony Nice as like that lackey, like his uh, sidekick that can't like uh, like win the big one, or you know what I mean. He's just always going to be the number two to Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm going to agree. Uh, with Mario, I, I feel like there's more to the story to build, and um, they're gonna have a great match. And I feel like we're gonna get something, um, something similar that we got last year with the Nakamura AJ finish, where they're gonna shake hands and like be respectful, and then one of them, is, uh, well, um, Tony Nese is gonna turn heel, uh, like all the way. Buddy Murphy a face. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna turn turn like completely on him and uh maybe maybe he might get cheered who knows it's a new york crowd mm -hmm. you know what i mean he, it might do the, it might will. have the becky lynch effect <laughs> um but yeah i feel like that's the way it's gonna go you know so jose man listen i've been a fan of tony knees since his uh, days in the indies uh when he made his debut in wwe and the cruiserweight classic i thought he was definitely one of the best performers uh in that tournament uh, he's one of the best performers on 205 Live, definitely underrated. But I don't think the premier athlete can stop the unstoppable, man. Buddy Murphy has been on a fucking ramp. He's This guy is on another level. This guy, he, he said it himself, he's a hybrid. This guy can be a heavyweight. This guy can be a cruiserweight. This guy can be on any part of the main roster, and he'll perform well. 
Um, but Buddy Murphy, man, I think he's just too much to handle uh, against Tony Nese, which why we're seeing uh, a, barra- uh, a slow barrage of uh, NXT superstars making their 205 live debut, like Humberto Carrillo, Oni Lorcan. We're going to mm-hmm. see more superstars making their NXT debut, so that way they can compete to the likes of Buddy Murphy. Because if you guys, we got to be honest with each other right now, look at that 205 live roster right now, and there's really no one for the... Maybe for the fact of uh, maybe Cedric Alexander that can defeat uh, Buddy Murphy one on one straight up, it, it's hard. It, it's hard to not go against that. So Buddy Murphy uh, retains his championship at WrestleMania. To, to yeah. add on to what you're saying too, also in, in my opinion, I think 205 Live took an incredible hit the second they saw lost Mustafa Ali. Yeah, he was he Mustafa Ali in, in 205 Live. He reminded me what Tommy Dreamer meant for ECW. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He definitely is the heart of 205. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, they, they utilized him pretty well in SmackDown until they took him out of the match mm-hmm. um, where Kofi uh, substituted him for. But you're absolutely right. I mean, Mustafa Ali did put a lot of uh, a lot of stuff into a five live he definitely was the heart of the show mm-hmm. and and it did take a loss you're absolutely right about that yeah i remember in 2018 he had so many incredible no matter who he wrestled that his matches were memorable a lot of his matches could be arguably uh matches that you could be like man this match is like top 10 contender of last year can i take us left for a second and say if he never would have got injured he would be wrestling daniel bryan this year instead of kofi kingston Think about that. Yeah. Just think about that. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, a kid who literally made his debut months ago, main eventing SmackDown on a weekly basis, had wins against the current WWE champion. Mm-hmm. He might as well would have been that number one contender. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the card, I just want to throw into this, guys. I'm going to tie in, uh, when we talk about the, the main event, the, the triple threat match, I'm going to actually tie in the Women's Battle Royal there because there, I think we all could – kind of combined thoughts on the women's division. So I'm going to combine both of those matches when we get to the main event. Sounds cool good. with you guys? Yeah. With that? Sounds cool good. with that, Jose? Yep. All right, so let's talk about uh, uh, another battle royal that don't people don't give a shit about. The Andre, <laughs> the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that two SNL guys that people don't give a two shits about are going to be part of. Listen, Mario, don't you go bad-mouthing Colin Jost and Michael Che on this show, okay? Listen, don't get me wrong. I love the heel work that they're yeah, doing. Jo- Joe but let, let's be let's me. be honest here. While I do <laughs> like the heel troll work they're doing on Mike, right? Let's be honest here. They're nothing more than a Drew Carey spot in the Royal Rumble. Let's be honest here. It's 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 an upgraded spot of Drew Carey guy. I mean, these guys are hilarious, especially this last promo they had on on a moment of bliss this past Monday. I mean, I, I come think on. I think what hurts me more is just the direction of Braun, dude. Yeah, that's uh, very true. That that's one of the things that I feel bad about, but at the same time, I don't feel bad about it because it's a comedic storyline using Braun Strowman, and I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think it's smart. I think it, this this is this is uh, Braun Strowman's battle royal to lose. Yeah, he's gonna win the battle royal. I don't see anybody else um, taking it. It'd be very surprising if somehow the SNL guys uh, <laughs> finagled their way. 
to getting oh, Braun Strowman I, I, eliminated. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll be I'll be I'll be happy if one of the SNL guys wins the battle royal. Because let's be honest, one of the previous winners was Mojo fucking Raleigh. Right, right. Like like you said, nobody cares about this shit. So it's it's not like this battle royal carries any weight. I'm I mean, calling it right now. Colin Jost wins the Andre the Giant battle memorial. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go more on a serious note. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna, I'm just just for the fact that. He's been given shit since his return besides that world title match. I'm going with Kevin Owens. I think he wins it. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Just because of the simple. They got to give the guy something, man. And I kind of feel bad ever since. Um, well, I, I do like the, the this Kofi storyline. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I love it. But right. it kind of now KO's kind of lost. And, you know, every year for WrestleMania, it's KO mania. He's always, you know, talking about KO mania. And this year, he we're a week away from WrestleMania, and he's... No KO Mania. No KO Mania. He's lost in the card, and they got to give him something. So I'm going to go with Kevin Owens winning the Andre the Giant Nobody Gives a Shit Battle Royal. <laughs> I'm sticking with Braun. Um, yeah, man. And he was going to have that goofy comedy spot with the, with the two guys. And like I said, uh, Joe's heel work. I pop, I'm a big Yankees fan. I got the Yankee logo tattooed on my arm here. Um, I popped big when he put on that Yankees hat in the middle of Boston. So, uh, you know... Uh, it, it should be just like a, a entertaining, uh, good ten to fifteen minutes of nonsense. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel it is, especially when he put on the Yankees hat. Uh-huh. I'm not a Yankees fan, but I can appreciate I can appreciate the heel work and what he's doing from a character standpoint right. yes. to really to really um, tick off some of the some of the viewers. So the, uh, excellent work. I think I think what bothers me most about this story that they're telling me is not necessarily the the, the two SNL guys. Even though I, I I don't watch SNL, you know, I just feel like it's not the content they're giving us on TV because they're they're doing great work. They're doing great troll work, which is entertaining. And this past Monday Night Raw, it, it was hilarious. Right. I just the position of where Braun is in. That's what bothers me because this guy was a main event talent, and now he's just to be honest with you, he's kind of forgettable. Yeah, he's taking that uh, that nosedive that a, a lot of the talent <coughs> seem to take sometimes when uh, the storyline doesn't quite go so well or if they catch an injury. Mm-hmm. It says he hasn't been able to find that spark to get to get back his his mojo. Yeah, man. You know, no, no, he's no, lost no, his no, mojo. No, baby. no, 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 punta mojo. No, I don't no. need to see mojo on my team. What if he wins right? it again? It looks like they're gonna push him. Uh, that's why we're gonna move on to the next match. What if Bron- <laughs> what if Bron- before comes we move in? on to the next match? I did want to maybe chime in. Mm-hmm. Maybe what Braun Strowman needs is Vince McMahon. Look mm. at what Vince McMahon has done for Kofi Kingston. Maybe that's what Braun Strowman needs. Have a, a rivalry, a storyline with 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 Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Besides the limousine one, and besides right. putting him on a suspension, like a legit storyline with Vince McMahon. And I'll bet you anything, the the crowd will be behind him. He'll be over, and then that'll be the point where we see Braun where he needs to be. I, I, I can that's see that. Not a, that's not a bad idea. Seeing the yeah. old man take another bump. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, I don't mind seeing that. Uh, moving on to the next match. You mentioned diving before, so this guy's the king of dives. We're talking about Shane McMahon versus The Miz in a no-DQ match. He's going to jump off the top of the MetLife Stadium. <laughs> That's my prediction. Nah. Well, he's definitely – maybe not the MetLife Stadium per se, but if I had to predict where he's going to jump off of, you know how um, they have these canopies that are over the ring, right? Right. I feel like he's going to climb up on one of those, and he's going to fucking jump off. 
he's a nut ass boy. Like what you have above you. Let me tell you. He's gonna do he's gonna do a coast to coast, but instead of from ring to ring, he's gonna do a stratosphere jump like they did in Red Bull. And <laughs> he's go. gonna jump all the way from the stratosphere and do a coast to coast with an old uh, something. He's gonna do something from the stratosphere. Well, yeah. well, Leo mentioned um at the uh, in this past week's Recons of uh, wrestling episode that they're gonna fly a helicopter right and he's gonna jump off of that. <laughs> so just imagine like Shane McMahon jumping off and he goes for a four fifty, except it won't be a four fifty. He's just gonna keep spinning. Flipping, flipping, flipping. A 4,037. <laughs> He's like M. Blanca from, uh, from Street Fighter. He just keeps yeah, going. Yeah. Um, uh, I think this match is going to be more of a spot fest. It's not going to be anything like, yo, my God, Miz and Shane. I think there's, this match is going to have good spots in it and... You know, with the Shane heel turn, uh, he's been doing great heel work. I miss Shane. Uh, Shane as a heel, man. Uh, I remember talking about this in in our last Lucha Outsider show episode, and that's in the archives. Um, I miss heel Shane. I I don't think this feud ends here at Mania, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Shane wins, man. Yeah, I've I've been thinking that too. Um, but there's this part of me that thinks this because of that reality show that we get the visual of Miz getting over and you know winning and everything like that just because they want to push this uh, reality show thing uh, uh you know i don't i don't see uh, somebody that uh they're putting so much uh momentum behind with that whole reality show uh what is it called Ms. and mrs Ms. and mrs yeah. yeah um taking the l at mania because it's such a high profile match um, so i think i think Ms. is gonna win though uh jose what do you think what's your thoughts on this I've actually really enjoyed this storyline quite a bit, especially the past promo this past Tuesday on SmackDown Live where uh, Shane McMahon called Miz a mistake yeah. and uh, should have never been born. Uh, that's some good stuff. Earth. That's some and good I think stuff from that's Shane. Just savage work from uh, from Shane McMahon. Um, I, and I'm going to have to agree with Mario. I think this is going to be more of a spot fest type of deal. I don't think this is going to be like a technically – a great match. It's definitely going to be a memorable match. I mean, every match that I've seen Shane McMahon has always been memorable, either be with Steve Blackman or against Kurt Angle or against AJ Styles. I think we're going to see something uh, pretty entertaining come uh, Mania against The Miz. Um, Sammy actually makes a really good point, and I really didn't take that into account, where we got the new season premiere of The Miz and Misses, and putting a win on The Miz would be good to boost up the ratings for the show. Um, but I think Shane McMahon's going to have the upper hand. We're probably going to see some shenanigans, and I think Shane McMahon will t- uh, go away with the W on this one. Does the pinfall happen in the ring or outside the ring? Uh, you know what? It, it's a pin. It's a false count anywhere match, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it happens outside of the ring, but with like you—you you, you remember, guy? You guys remember that Falls Count Anywhere match where Big Show got laid down and yeah, he got yeah, and yeah. he got all the crates on him? Uh-huh. Right. I think we're gonna see some type of shenanigans like that, but with uh, but with Shane McMahon on the Miz. Okay. You know, I, I kind of—it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I, I was listening to um, something to wrestle with this past week, and they were talking about WrestleMania 17, and they were talking about the three-way hardcore match and. <laughs> And you know, I, love I, that match. I, I I enjoy that match too, and I yeah. kind of miss, which in the recent years WWE hasn't really put much effort into it. But I miss those hardcore matches or no DQ matches or false count anywhere matches where they kind of take it in different um, areas of the arena or sometimes a stadium when we get backstage segments and stuff. Like I miss those kind of matches. I think the recent one that we just got between Drew McIntyre and uh, Dean Ambrose a couple weeks ago, I thought that was really well done. But I miss those type of hardcore matches. 
Yeah, I, I I agree. I love that Mania 17 match, and I really enjoyed that Drew McIntyre-Dean uh, Ambrose match. So we'll see. I wonder if they wind up uh, in the Giants locker room or Jets locker room. It's funny because I think they're, they're starting to test out and bringing back these gimmick matches like they did back in the Attitude and Ruthless Aggression era um, for the new Fox deal. Fox has been wanting some more edgier content. Mm-hmm. I think this is their way of testing it out and see – what kind of reaction and ratings they'll get from these matches. And don't put it past them within the next year or two if Fox was like, listen, let's bring back the hardcore championship and they put it on and they put it on SmackDown. Uh, man, I'll I- be super cool with that, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh let's move on to the next of the car next on the card. Um I refuse to call them by their na- by their tag team name. We got Why? Bailey and Sasha Banks defending the women's tag titles against Beth Phoenix Natalia, the Iconics, and Naya and Tamina. Man, um, the you Boston know, hug, Boston hug. Come on, say it. F- fuck that name. Um, <laughs> you know, this is one of these stories where they're kind of just like putting, you know, if, if we're talking, we're getting like a sports car here, and and you know, they're in a if this person's in a race and they hit the NAS button, a lot of shit is happening. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's what they're doing with when it comes to this storyline because things are just going like this quick, like last minute, yeah, right? Because it's WWE booking that we're talking about here, um, you know. We talked about on the Lucha Mafia episode, I had mentioned that I would have loved to see Trish and Lita be uh, the ones challenging um, Sasha Banks and Bailey for those women's tag titles. Obviously, we're not getting that. Um, I want to praise Beth Phoenix because she looks in amazing shape and she looks like she hasn't like missed a beat. So that's great. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know, if I, if I wanted to be honest here, I think it would be amazing and hilarious if the Iconics was to pick up the win. I think it would be great. I think it would get them a lot of heat. I think it would be great. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, I think Sasha and Bailey are going to retain these tag straps. Um, I don't think they're going to drop the titles anytime soon. But if, you know, if it had it my way, I would want the Iconics to have an iconic moment. So go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I think Bailey and uh, Sasha keep the titles on them. Um, and yeah, how this this has been a really fast build, and I feel like we got Beth Phoenix because something happened where they couldn't secure Trish and Lita, because I remember. Reading Do you think some Beth kind of, is like a backup? Plan? Yeah, it was like the backup mm-hmm. plan. Like, oh, we can't get Trish and Lita. What's Beth Phoenix doing? Let's see if she wants to return. <laughs> return, you know what I mean? Because you know, uh, let's be honest here. She's she's a, a legend. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, great in ring worker, but. She doesn't have the kind of following and the fan following that uh, that Trish and Lita have, mm-hmm. um, you know. So uh, I'm gonna agree. Boston hug takes Ugh. the win. <laughs> that is a disgusting act. What uh, a atrocious name. Yeah, but uh, I I really feel like uh, you know we're gonna see uh, all the all the original four horsewomen of uh, NXT uh, with some gold around their waist by the end of this show. Uh, Jose, what's your thoughts on this match and what are we getting here? Listen, I got to tell you, I'm really disappointed on this uh, women's tag team championship match, especially because Natalia and Beth Phoenix are in there replacing Trish and Lita. Um, and I actually feel like it really shouldn't have been a fatal four-way. I think with a triple threat, it would have been more than suffice. Um, but with that being said, uh, I think this is going to take a big swerve, and we're going to have a new... Oh, Women's tag team championships, uh, t- tag team champions, and they are going to be iconic. 
Oh, man, wow. I, I, man, I hope you're right, Jose. I really hope you're right, man. This is one of these cases where, where like, even it's though... It's going to be iconic. This is one of these cases where I, I go against my prediction. Like, I really hope your prediction is right, because, man, I will love the Iconics <laughs> to be the new tag champs. Same. Uh. I, feel, I feel like the Women's Tag Team Championship was actually designed for the Iconics as opposed to the Boss and Hug connection. Um, they're way more charismatic than Sasha and Bailey will ever be. Thank you, and, sir. And I feel like they're more, way more entertaining than Sasha mm. and Bailey will ever be. I, so. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree 110%, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, Leo, you have any thoughts on your favorite tag team? The, 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 the Iconics. The fart, and, the Iconics. the fart and vomit connection, whatever they're called. <laughs> First of all, what up to Danny Gonzalez, Christopher Brown, uh, Edgar Irizarry, James Esponto, Chris, everybody that's there with us on the chat, Jessica Hoffman. Uh, guys, share the video and like the video and also let your people know. But with this, the Iconics does fit. Because, again, I'm all about if you're a heel, you have to get heat. How do you get heat? You cheat to win the title. Mm -hmm. There's not enough cheating in wrestling anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to have that in order to build your heel stable. So I third this. Because, right? Because I third this. The Iconics are going to win. Sounds good, brother. Um, let's talk about another match. Another For me, it's an, it's an underwhelming match. It's not a knock on the, on the two competitors that are in this match. It's just um, the story has been just eh. But uh, hey, man, we'll get we'll get we'll probably get a decent match and a really cool entrance. We got Finn Balor, Finn Ballard, uh, challenging the Intercontinental Champion Bobby Lashley. Um, I think we're gonna get the Demon here, and I think Finn Balor's gonna get his title. Uh, I agree, but I'm a little pissed off that we have this match on WrestleMania. I mean, how many times have we seen this on Raw? Exactly. Like, come on, can we get a little creative with the booking here, WWE? Like, what the hell, man? Like, who who wants to pay a thousand dollars? $500, however much you paid for your WrestleMania ticket to see a match that you've seen 10 times on Monday Night Raw, just in a bigger uh, arena. What the hell? But it's a different match. You're getting Demon Finn Balor. I don't give a shit about <laughs> oh, no uh, Listen, to, to, to go a, a little bit against Sammy, um, yeah, we've seen Bobby versus Finn, but we've never, we haven't seen him on Raw in a one-on-one -on -one match where Finn Balor actually gets this win legitimately clean. We haven't seen that. We've always seen two-on-one handicaps or some other type of shenanigan being involved. This is, I think, is going to be the, a, a legit one-on-one -on -one match, Finn Balor. We, I'm not so sure we're going to see the Demon. They haven't been doing any indications of Demon Finn Balor. We've been seeing Demon Finn Balor at SummerSlam. I think that's going to be more of a SummerSlam thing as opposed to a Mania can, thing. Can, can, uh, I, can I just cut you off one second real quick? Because you, you just mentioned something real quick that was very interesting. They haven't done nothing that, that gives you the idea that, that we're going to get the Demon, right? One thing about WWE is, and, and, I, and I actually have to give them credit for this, is that some of their online stuff only kind of gives a lot of good tidbits. And one thing that Bobby Lashley did in an interview with Leo Rush um, this past week was that Bobby Lashley, and I quote, I'm going to beat the demon out of him. <laughs> okay. So then, then we got a little little teaser maybe. Mm -hmm. So uh, what, that's one thing I got to give WWE credit, that a lot of their online stuff, like their YouTube exclusive, their WWE.com exclusive, they throw a lot of good nuggets in there. Some some of the nuggets are even better than some of the shit they give us on Raw. So yeah. You just, can make a two-hour show out of that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just 
throwing a little tidbit like I'm going to beat the demon out of it. And there's been a lot of promotional poster work with yeah, the yeah. demon Finn Balor. It kind of yeah. gives you the aura and idea that we're going to get the it's demon. On, uh, when you're going up towards uh, MetLife, yeah. they have the whole bunch of signs. And I actually noticed that this morning. They have the demon up on there, mm-hmm. not Finn Balor. So, so the question is, if we get the demon... Will Finn Balor go over on Lashley? Oh, so yeah. the, here's here's the condition: if if we get Demon Balor, we see a two-time Intercontinental Champion in Finn Balor. If it's just regular, extraordinary man Balor, Lashley's going to retain. I could agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to second that. But I, I think I think we see Finn win. I think so. we see Finn win. But uh, I do like uh, Jose's theory. Underwhelming. Right yeah, this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be the popcorn match. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie, it's probably going to be a good match, but. It's like you haven't given the audience a reason to care about it. Yeah, it's I mean, not. It's not. It has nothing to do tried. with the talent. They tried, but I don't know. Did well? Come on, Sam. Did they really try? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many stories you could tell with this, mm-hmm. and what we got was the last one you wanted to hear about. So, <laughs> a, 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 a match that people don't give a shit about is also Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Now, this is an interesting one. because no. of the rumors and speculation that's going into this match, because there's been a lot of uh, backlash. Because Baron Corbin is going to be the guy having his uh, having Kurt Angle's final match in the WWE. Um, you know, I have I have a lot of thoughts when it comes to this, but I don't want to go on a rant or anything like that. Um, two things are going to either happen here. Either Baron Corbin is going to beat Kurt Angle clean, and this is going to just get more heat on Baron Corbin, which because Baron Corbin will benefit more on him beating Kurt Angle. Or Kurt Angle is just going to do away with Baron Corbin like that, and Kurt Angle is just going to get on the mic, and he's like, I'm not going to have a final match this way. I want a, mm. a, a challenger, An a real challenger. Match. An actual match, and we get John Cena. Apparently, the rumors going around is that John Cena did uh, confirm a deal with WWE this week that he will have a match at WWE. The rumor is it's not going to be Kurt Angle, but where else can you put Cena on the card? Um, I think if we do get Swerve, Cena's our guy. Yeah, I, I could see that happening, but um, I don't. See, I don't see them uh, swerving us here, man. And I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I see. We always give WWE flack for not creating new stars. Right, Baron Corbin is one of the most dislikable. Can we agree? He is a, a dislikable motherfucker. He, like, he's yeah, arguably I, the the top heel on Raw. Yeah, he's a sleazy, dislikable. Like I can never see this guy playing a baby face ever. So why the hell not have him take out Kurt Angle in his farewell match? And then that's something that he could brag about, just like how Brock de- defeated Undertaker and Paul Heyman threw that in every mm-hmm. promo for freaking three years or something. So like, I don't know. I care about it just because I love Kurt Angle. I was at a SmackDown uh, when he won the the Battle Royal, and nobody saw that coming when uh, Batista had to drop his belt when way back the in the title. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I like Kurt Angle. I feel like an emotional attachment to him, you know, 99 to 2019. That's 20 years of watching his in-ring work. So um, I, where whatever happens, standing ovation for Kurt, but I feel like – is John Cena really needed? Are, are we overreacting a little bit? Let's let's give Baron Corbin, um, you know, a shot here. Let, let's make him a, the most dislikable creep on the fucking card. So we have so, an actual heel that gets heel heat, not cool heel heat. Yeah. Why not? Jose. I agree with you, Sam. Listen, I, I am a fan of Baron Corbin ever since his early days in NXT when he was wrecking shop making his debut in NXT all the way to what he's doing now. Um, his character, 
many people don't like him. He's definitely a, a, a hated heel. Yeah. He is not, a, a very not like guy. But that's what works because that's what gets the reaction from the crowd. And that's why they keep booking him in main event spots because he draws that crowd reaction because the crowd generally does not like this guy. Absolutely. And, and if Baron Corbin can get a legitimate win over an ex-Olympian, former WWE champion, Hall of Famer like Kurt Angle, man, that will do wonders for his resume, and he will get real-life heat because he'd be an, uh, an American beloved hero. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're going to jump ahead a little bit because I know, Jose, you have something to do soon, right? So yep, we're gonna yeah, jump. Gotta, so we're gonna do some work. So we're gonna jump ahead to the main event, and then we're gonna cover the rest of the card. Yeah. I want to talk. I definitely want to get Jose's thoughts on this main event and just this whole women's angle, because now it's affecting the whole women's roster at this point because of the <laughs> curveball they gave us this past Tuesday with Charlotte defeating Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And man, first of all, let's start with Oscar. Her her title run has been super underwhelming. I don't blame her. I blame WWE because they. After her, she defeated Becky Lynch at Royal Rumble, it's like her being a champion was just forgettable. Like, they did nothing with her. And this match didn't need the SmackDown Women's Championship unless there was a plan to unify the titles. And with this Fox deal, I highly doubt there's going to be a unification match. I think they're going to probably throw us a stipulation where whoever pins the champion they take their title i think that's gonna be the stipulation we're gonna get for this match but man i honestly i, I wrote it on on our page on facebook and on instagram at lucha outsiders I, I feel horrible for oscar i feel bad for the women's uh locker room because you're taking away uh even if it would have been a five minute match you're still taking away but it's a still spot. a wrestlemania match. it's still a wrestlemania match it's still oscar could have you know, had a five-minute match, six-minute match with, with somebody, and she could have went over and had her moment. You're taking away spots from 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 the rest of the women of the car. You're just focusing on these three. Now, don't get me wrong. These three do deserve this main event spot, but I think the rest of the women deserve spots, you know, some spot in the car, too. And instead of giving us this women's battle royal that nobody gives a shit about... You could have gave us another title match, and they're not doing that. And I just feel bad for all the women. I think um, I mentioned to Sam earlier that Naomi, um, you know, they they asked her how she felt about being in the women's battle royal, and she went on record saying like, "That's if they they don't take the the card the the match out of the card." So I'm I see the women feeling a certain type of way, and I definitely want to get your thoughts, Jose, on not only the 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 the, the curveball they gave us, but also this storyline because this storyline between all three women has been atrocious, and the only people that that still give a shit about this match. It's because of the, what women are doing on social media. It's not the story that they're giving us because it's convoluted. Yeah, you know, the, and, and we were talking about before uh, the show started about this storyline. It just, it just has been all over the place. But let's first talk about Asuka. Um, Asuka is one of the best in-ring women performers that WWE has. And I do share your sympathy with her where uh, the WWE hasn't really uh, paid her the attention that she actually deserves mm-hmm. um you know this woman held that nxt title for over two years undefeated um and now we have an oscar that is owen two against charlotte flair so that says something a lot about charlotte flair and and who she is a, as a character now moving on to the actual main event uh, to a wrestlemania where we have this triple threat match with ronda rousey with the raw, raw women's champion uh, Charlotte now with the SmackDown Lives Championship. Uh, and then we also got Becky Lynch, who is 
pretty much fighting for either or championship. On on Thursday night, we broke the news that there was a huge rumor, like Mario was saying, that um, there's a chance that this match could be a winner-take-all type of match, meaning whoever uh, pins a champion is going to take that champion uh, that championship title um, as the winner. There was no indication of unification uh, of the titles uh, for this main event come WrestleMania. However, I do think it was the smart move. I think this actually puts a lot more attention on this main event now that we have both titles in play, if that's the plan uh, moving forward. Because this past Tuesday, nobody had a clue that the women's championship was going to be on the line when, when Charlotte was facing Asuka, and all of a sudden they, 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 they threw that, uh, that curveball. So they might as well throw a curveball next Sunday when it comes to this championship uh, triple threat uh, match. Uh, we might see both championships on the line or win-or-take-all type of situation. Um, it's a very hard um, uh, prediction because who's going to be the winner in this match? And not just literally the winner, but who's going to be the winner, the winning character out of this storyline? Is it going to be Becky with her pursuit of the championship and getting screwed over again? Is it going to be Ronda Rousey keep going rogue and have both championships and hold both championships hostage oh, and possibly man. The do... The Brock Lesnar uh, heat that she uh, would get if she was Brock, to have both titles? And probably do a Brock Lesnar type of situation. Or do they just go the safe route and put it on a future Hall of Famer, Charlotte Flair, holding both Raw and SmackDown championship titles? I think that's probably going to be the route Charlotte Flair wins Sunday at WrestleMania, and she will be both Raw and SmackDown uh, title uh, champion. I I will say this, though. Wow. While while I don't think that that's going to happen, but, man, I I will say that if that does happen, she definitely deserves it. And you could could bash me for saying that. Charlotte, if that scenario does happen at Mania, Charlotte does deserve it because I'll— a lot of she, what she says in her promos yeah. is the truth. She's carried this women's division for the past couple of years. She's, I was telling Sam off air, she's arguably not only the, this ain't even an argument. She is the number one female performer in the world, but there's an argument to be made that she's top 10 in-ring talents, including the men. That's right. Yeah. Talk about it. And, you know, like I said, and like I said in previous episodes, I get a lot of heat for making her 2018 female of the year. But guess what? I still have yet to get an argument because of that. All right? But you know what, though? It's all about being objective and not letting your emotions take away your decision. Because the the moment you let your your emotions judge uh, your your decision, you're you're not going to have a very objective decision. So. I think Charlotte has definitely put in the work. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. we have an eight-woman, uh, eight-time women's champion in Charlotte Flair, definitely future Hall of Famer. Um, she's main evented WrestleMania and Raw and all these shows so many consecutive times. She had a very long undefeated streak at the pay-per-views for a very long time. Yeah. If any, if anyone's gonna have the, the titles, it's gonna be Charlotte Flair. Uh, Sam, um, I'll give my thoughts and I'll ask Leo too. But Sam, what's your what's your mindset of this whole angle? Uh, who's going over? What what's your thoughts? Women's division? What you got? Um, obviously, I feel sorry for Oscar. Yeah, I feel too. sorry for Naomi um, because she's another one. I feel like uh, one the, of the, unsung. the whole women's division. Yeah, Carmella is another one. Um, uh, she was a part of the match that got this whole storyline kicked off. And this is what I'll say about the creative for it. 
And uh, we'll go back to the SummerSlam where they had the triple threat match with Becky, Charlotte, and and, uh, Carmella. And then Becky did the heel turn, which actually turned her face. I don't think that they were expecting that. I really don't. I I feel like they they were were blindsided by it and then they continued to try and push her as a heel and the fans continued to push back then they finally went 100 percent with it and then charlotte was the heel and becky was the face and this has been an eight month build and it's a shame because up until the royal rumble it was a very organic build and then it kind of got a little convoluted there mm-hmm. uh, a lot of convoluted mm-hmm. it became a little too much twist and turns and then we're a week away from WrestleMania, and now Charlotte has the the SmackDown title. Um, I'm not changing my prediction. I'm going with Becky Lynch. I feel like they they would burn MetLife Stadium to the fucking ground. That's if Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I'm sitting on the floor. I don't want to be a part of that riot. I mean, I'm going to be grabbing my chair and ducking the fuck out of there if that happens. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I don't see... Uh, a, a, a sad or angry ending to yeah. this one. It's a it's a anniversary esque uh, mania thirty five. I feel like they're gonna send the fans home happy that night. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to the person that's probably gonna take the L. I think, in my opinion, that night because I don't think everybody's gonna get their their win. But uh, I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch. Um, and damn, I feel I feel for a lot of those women that definitely could have. Uh, done a really great job with Asuka, you know, put Carmella in there with Naomi triple threat match for this SmackDown. And something, then, something. You know what I mean? That even could have opened the the show or something like that. I don't know. You have the women open and close it. Who but, knows? But, you but know, they got the with, battle royal now. With so. that being said, before we get Leo and, and my thoughts, uh, Jose, uh, I know you got a dip, so thank you for uh, joining us for this uh, Los Media uh, three episode. I know you got a dip. Um, if we if we were white or you know another race, we probably would have started Whoa. this. I uh, started this uh, show <laughs> earlier, but this is what happens when you mess with Latinos. Yeah, uh, Caribbean time. Man. Well, definitely got to run to that weekend time. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, this Sorry, won't man. be the last time we do a crossover episode. Um, Absolutely go- not. We're gonna do more. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, plug plug away, bro. Do what you got to do. Yeah, guys. So thank you for uh, for tuning in right now. Again, follow uh, the Recons of Wrestling here on Facebook Live at Recons of Wrestling. You can follow us on BeLive TV and on Twitch.tv and on Instagram at Recons of Wrestling. Make sure you hit the set notifications tab so that way you never, ever miss a post, an update, or a live stream. And also make sure you tune into the Lucha Outsider Show every Sunday here on Facebook Live and on Twitch.tv. Make sure you follow Rated R, Sammy Suplex, and Fupaleo Lee, Old Man Leo. <laughs> It's all right. I just I go with it. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy Mania, bro. I know you're gonna be uh, flying out to Dallas, so have a safe flight. And thanks for doing this. And hopefully, you will continue doing uh, our Los Mania specials uh, in the following years. Anytime, guys. My pleasure. I'll see you guys next time. Thank all right, you, brother. Jose. Take have it easy, one. dude. Take care. Peace. There we go. All right, and that was Jose G. Uh, let's thank Jose G once again from the Recons of Wrestling yeah. for joining the show oh, and, and doing yeah. and, and doing oh, this uh, doing this uh, this joint venture with us. But the the, the fun doesn't stop here because we got to continue uh, going on with the card. We just kind of jumped ahead to the main event because of uh, Jose G. But uh, 
my thoughts on this, um, this whole Becky Lynch and and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte, I, you know, the, the the person that took the biggest hit in this whole convoluted storyline and the, these twists and turns and injuries and suspensions and apologizing for no reason. I won the Royal Rumble, but now I have to <laughs> now I have to fight my way to get back into the match. It, all this nonsense. The person that suffers the most is Becky Lynch. If you go back to the pops that she was getting late 2018, even early 2018 the blood face to wow. what she's getting now mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a drastic change don't get me wrong when she does get her moment at MetLife Stadium because I, I honestly think Becky Lynch is going to go over the the fans are going to go nuts the fans are going to go nuts when she comes out mm-hmm. um but man they they kind of watered her down a little bit and yeah that, that's hurt Becky Lynch's storyline was such an easy storyline to, to explain. It's such an easy story to, to tell. And if it wasn't for some of the stuff that, that the women are doing on social media, um, guess what? We probably wouldn't be as invested as we are still. You know, uh, there's been some backlash to some some portion of the fans where they're not even interested in this match anymore. For me, for myself, I have no problem with them being a three-way. I know there's an argument to be made, like, oh, it should be Ronda and Becky. But guess what, guys? The plan was supposed to be a triple threat. The second uh, at Survivor Series, when Becky got taken out, Charlotte got put in, and she DQ'd herself in that match. That was a whole plan to begin with. So going into the months, if you honestly think that it wasn't going to be a triple threat no more, you get the biggest congratulations. You played yourself. And, uh... Tammy. We called it yeah. uh, on the last Los uh, uh, Lucha Outsiders uh, crossover with uh, the Regans of Wrestling. We called it. It was going to be a triple threat match from the jump. So, yeah, if you thought it was going to be a one-on-one, congratulations. But, but but do you think that we get more we get more mad at this because now Charlotte comes in with the title? Like, she didn't have heat on her. The, the, the biggest one getting heat in this match was Ronda Rousey. I, I'm not upset about it. Uh uh, like uh, about her coming in. Uh, the, uh-huh. What I'm upset about is that the the females that could have been. Uh, you feel bad about the other side, right? The Oscars, the uh-huh. Carmellas, the yeah. That's what man. I feel bad too. There's this match didn't need the the SmackDown Women's Title to be put into this match, but also, it, uh, and I I forgot to mention this to Jose too. Um, in my opinion, it kind of devalues a little bit the SmackDown title because it's like, okay, we don't have no plan for the SmackDown Women's Championship, so let's just throw it into the main event. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. Um, yeah, I, I thought it originally made the match feel bigger, but now that Mario said that, it kind of makes me think like, damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and this is nothing against Charlotte. You know, I'm not saying Charlotte doesn't deserve to be champion. I'm not saying that, but man, I would have rather seen... You know, maybe even a rematch between Charlotte and Oscar at Mania, or maybe a, a match between them somewhere down the line. If if Char, if let's say Oscar would have had a program for WrestleMania, she successfully defends it, and and you know if Becky does win this triple threat, then maybe Charlotte would have challenged Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship at the next PPV or something. But man, uh, you know Becky has suffered a lot when it comes to this horrible storyline that they've given us on TV. Um, but I think when it is all set and done. The man, Becky Lynch, the Irish last kicker, or like what I like to call her is the bionic last kicker. I think she's gonna she's gonna go over. She's gonna get I her. I thought you were gonna say my wife. Okay. Sorry. Can can you raise the volumes up on the drops, please? They are up. Oh. <laughs> please, can you give me that? There you go. They're not up because I can't hear shit. Oh, wait. What about now? Congratulations. Thank you. You played yourself. Um, We're think, back in business, everybody. I think, uh, I think she's going to go over, and I think the bigger question here is where does she go forward 
it, once she wins a Raw Women's Championship, that's if she does win that championship, she goes to Raw. What do you have there as a feud? Because, yeah, there's some there's a story to be told between her and Nia Jax, but I don't think fans are going to be really invested in that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also split the 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 fart and, and shit con- connection and, and maybe have Bailey or... Or uh, or Sasha, you know, be one of the challengers for Becky. But well, if Iconics win, like you guys were predicting, that mm-hmm. actually could happen. That was actually that was actually Ho- uh, Jose's prediction. I think I think the Sasha and Bailey is going to retain, but I would love for the Iconics to win. So, yeah. um, but you know, maybe we get a split there. I predict that uh, Shayna gets called up, and she's gonna she's gonna attack Becky, and you know that that visual of Shayna standing over Becky. Holding that Raw Women's Championship, you know, uh, of what you said, avenging her her uh, fallen friend, her fallen uh, horsewoman uh, uh, mate, right. um, and being that next challenger for that Raw Women's Championship, I think Shayna's more than ready. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's how Raw's going to go off the air. They're going to um, tease us and say, Becky Lynch is going to come out and celebrate, you know, at the end. And at the yeah. end, we're going to get the big pop, and here comes Shayna Baszler with the mega heel heat. Uh, go ahead, Leo. What were you gonna say? No, no. That whenever they say there's gonna be a celebration, there's no celebration. Yeah, something happens. You know, right? you know it's part of a, a storyline, or somebody's yeah. gonna get beat up, or something's gonna happen, or a little person's gonna come down. I, I feel like I feel like WWE owes us a great ending because the past couple endings that we've gotten have been horrible. Last year, Brock went over while the crowd did pop because Roman didn't win the match. But you know, it's not a match that we cared about because the fans shitting on the match. The year before that. We got Roman and Taker, which was an atrocious match. And Roman went over, and the fans weren't happy about that. The year before that, we had Roman beating Triple H for the for the WWE Championship, and that's a main event that nobody wanted either. So it's like they, you know, this is a match that people do care for, regardless of what the sh- the, the garbage they've given us on TV. And I think they owe us a good feel moment, and, yeah. and I think that's the man, Becky Lynch, as champion. Yeah. And you know what I, I'll say about the storyline? I feel like um, there's been two too much of them on TV. So if Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch are on Raw, they don't need to be on SmackDown. I understand that they, um, you know, they're promoted and everything like that. They need to sell tickets and things like that. But at the end of the day, w- w- what do you want to do? Do you want to um, mess up the integrity of the storyline? I mean, people are still going to go to SmackDown anyway because it- it's like Barnum and Bailey. It's like Ringling Brothers coming to your town. Like, they're going to sell tickets regardless if Becky Lynch and Charlotte are there. You know what I mean? You still got a bunch of, um, you know, draws on, on the card. Uh, and and the-, the 205 Live guys, you know what I mean? So um, people are still going to go to the events. I feel like they just gave us too much. They gave us too much every week of <laughs> they nonsense. Give, they're giving us too much of WrestleMania, too. <laughs> 14 uh, matches. Uh, uh, Leo, do you have any thoughts on, on this three-way? Um, anything that's, that, that just kind of stands out or a horrible hot take that you sometimes tend to do? <laughs> really? Just saying. Just saying. No, because so they they also what WWE wants to do is the four, four horsewomen against you know the, the four MMA Women. The, the speculation is that we're gonna some yeah. somehow we're gonna get there somewhere down the line we're gonna get there. So match. the more Sammy talks about it, the more I'm starting to visualize it in the sense that Ronda will lose, Shayna will get called up. Mm-hmm. She'll bring her two little lackeys, whether they show up now or in a couple of months, and that's when you start to have that that four on four. I'm going back to what you just said, um, and I think we all agreed about the Shayna call up. Mm-hmm. You know, a Becky Lynch versus Shayna match that can main event of one of these off pay per views. Absolutely, um, absolutely. 
that could be a legit main event, and I think this is a, this would be a match that people would be invested in and interested in compared to some, you know, it's not a knock on some of the women on the Raw roster. It's just more the the booking behind it. Now, if you get a fresh face. Fresh match. Like Shayna Baszler, which is yeah. a credible opponent, I think that would make perfect sense. Yeah, I honestly think that that, that could be um, uh, a main event for a pay-per-view that I would actually spend more than $10 on. You know what I mean? I, I would definitely love to see that, especially with Becky as a champ and Shayna coming in. And then you don't know if Ronda is kind of come back and, you know, yeah. try to avenge her defeat and things like that. So um, there's definitely room for a, a story afterwards if Becky does win the title. And if they take the title off her quickly, mm-hmm. like maybe a couple months, then we get to see Becky trying to chase it again. And, you know, we get the whole. You know, uh, maybe a different version of uh, the Stone Cold storyline where she's getting screwed over by these MMA girls. And then Mm -hmm. she's got to go back to Charlotte and say, hey, you know, the bullshit that we've been through. Can we remember all the stuff that we've been through before that and be, you know, friendly again? Let's Mm -hmm. talk to Sasha and and Bailey and see if we can get them on board or something like that. And then maybe a Survivor Series, we see the four on four uh, blow off, you know, because I I feel like... uh, Survivor Series, that whole Raw versus SmackDown thing, it, it, it's it's crap. I mean, who are you guys really uh, emotionally invested in seeing Raw versus SmackDown? I mean, no. this is not like mm-hmm. uh, uh, a basketball or a football event where well, know, they haven't uh, they are, haven't really given us a reason yeah, to to you know a couple years over. ago we had the under siege thing. Remember Survivor Series mm-hmm. under siege? They, right. they haven't given us a reason to actually think. That there's a rivalry between SmackDown and Raw. Now things might change now that SmackDown's gonna be on Fox and Fox wanna definitely get their hands into the SmackDown product and change a couple of things, want an edgy edgier product, also more sports type content. So SmackDown, while SmackDown is out of the two, it is the wrestling show and Raw's more a show about wrestling. I think we're gonna get furthermore down that type of field where it's gonna feel like a UFC type event. Mm-hmm. Right. Um Speaking of which, we, we talked about Roman, so let's let's go. You know, I think we covered a lot uh, when it comes to the main event. And for those that are just joining us now or even listening to the podcast version, kind of jumped ahead, talked about the main event because Jose G from the Regans of Wrestling had a dip early. But we're going to cover the rest of the card now. So let's talk about Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Um, first of all, Drew McIntyre is doing incredible work. Oh, yeah. And like you said, the stuff that they're giving us on the Internet, he's even killing that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was uh, just on Instagram um, Earlier, I think it was last night, I was looking at my feed, um, and he was going off about how he was walking through the back, and he heard people complaining that people are entitled and this and that. And I really feel like some of his promos, he believes it, and it's kind of stuff that's that he actually, like, truly, he believes his own shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it. The guy walks around with confidence. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He he's looking down at the rest of the roster like, all right, well, you guys have been here for how long and what the fuck have you done? I'm here to to take your spot. Yeah. And I I love it. I I think he is the number two heel if we're going like in order of pecking order. You got Brock Lesnar as number one heel. You got Drew as number two, and you got Baron Corbin number three. Even though Corbin probably gets more heat. But it's a different type of heat because, yeah. unfortunately, and and I like Baron Corbin too. I think he, I think he, people give him too much shit that, that sometimes he doesn't deserve. That belly button. I, bro. I think I think when it comes to Baron Corbin, I don't like to body shame. Um, um, I think the thing with Baron Corbin is Baron Corbin gets go away heat. 
what people are not invested with his heel work. Right. Drew McIntyre gets heat because people are invested in his heel work and people like people play up like I like Drew McIntyre, but I'm gonna boo him because he's doing something drastically. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's two different kinds of heat. Um what I like about this match is the fact that Drew McIntyre's definitely in a just the fact that he's being booked with Roman Reigns puts him in a high caliber so there's more eyes on him. Right. Because he's booked with Roman Reigns. I mean, I would love for Drew McIntyre um, getting this win. I think he deserves it. He deserves something, uh, another uh, feather to his cap. Um, and definitely a win against Roman Reigns would definitely maybe put him in that universal title, title picture, depending on what happens on in that match. But you know what? Where Roman Reigns right now is on WWE TV, this is what WWE has wanted for years. And due to him beating cancer or, you know, for his cancer being in remissions or whatever, you know, there's no negativity uh, uh, coming for Roman Reigns. Like, people are not booing him yet, but we're not there yet. Right now, he's not getting booed. He's getting cheered. And you know what? You got to capitalize on that. And Roman Reigns beating Drew McIntyre and Mania, it's not going to hurt, hurt Drew because guess what? Drew's already winning being booked with Roman Reigns. He, mm-hmm. He's already winning there. Yeah. And if Roman does beat uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns gets his moment where he's finally getting accepted by a WrestleMania crowd. And you don't have to end the feud there. They can continue feuding to the next yeah. pay-per-view. So, yeah, because you can have him go over and then something happens right yeah. after. So my money's on Roman Reigns. Leo, what's your mm-hmm. thoughts? Well, with this whole... Uh, um, with Roman... Yeah, you're going to get those boos coming up. But I I think you're right. I think this is the first post-Shield uh, uh, breakup or post-Shield where Roman is coming in as a babyface, like a true babyface, yeah. not yeah. a push-down-your-throat babyface. Uh, and, and it will be interesting to see. Now, with Drew McIntyre, he should be higher. He should be going for the title. Yeah, I agree. He should be up there with the title. But let's see what happens. Again, there's a lot of things that can happen. And remember... We have to get surprises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to get run-ins. We have to get uh, you know things that don't go with the angle because that's what actually builds up going forward. So with this match, are you going to get it? No, but if it's a quick match, you don't know. Maybe Drew McIntyre may show up later, saying you know I need to be in this match type of thing. I think I think when it comes to this match, I think they'll get like a solid 10, 12 minute match. Yeah. Um uh, I was saying off off camera uh with you, I think we're going to get the FDNY or uh, NYPD um bagpipe blowers coming out for, for his, Drew McIntyre for Drew McIntyre's mm-hmm. uh entrance. Mm-hmm. And then uh I don't know what Roman's going to uh do but he's going to do his regular stick, you Superman know, punch. Superman punch, you see the pyro. That's it. Uh, yeah, the pyro. We getting pyro this year? Oh, oh absolutely! Yeah, it's mania. mania. Okay, yeah. Just making sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's I, mania, dude. I agree. This is the first time he's coming in as a sympathetic baby face, and um, I'm not going to be booing Roman at I, all. And I think if you know, while there's still some people that might not like Roman Reigns, and you know, you don't have to like the character, but I mean, just uh, the what has happened in the last couple months. Like I'm, you know, I have a soft spot for Roman at this point, so right. I'm definitely gonna be booing him. But I will say this, and we talked about it in the archives, uh, in the past. You know, if we do get the regular Roman booking throughout the year, the fans are gonna turn on Let's turn on him in 2020. Not. But um, 
Let's talk about a match that people wasn't expecting. I think a lot of people were expecting maybe a multi-man ladder match, and we're not getting that. Kind of disappointed that we're not getting that. Uh, we have Samoa Joe defend the United States Championship against Rey Mysterio. They've kind of included included Dominic once again into a WWE storyline. Yeah, um, but the only difference now is Dominic is huge. Now. The only difference now is Dominic that Dom- is like the size Dominic, of Leo. Dominic looks like he ate his younger version of Dominic <laughs> and Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio. <laughs> um, I, I know this Who match. Pappy? I know this match is going to be good between Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. I know this uh, match is going to be great. Both guys could go. But, man, I really would have liked to seen a ladder match. Maybe throw Mustafa Ali in there. KO, uh, R-Truth, uh, Andrade into the match. It would have given that's us... Because that's what you've been building. And that's, what, that's what it looks like. And we're not getting that. So I'm kind of disappointed in that. But I'm sure this match is going to be entertaining. And you know what? I'm going with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, Joe needs to defeat. Successfully defend this United States Championship. Ray Mysterio is not going to hurt at all by catching an L. Um, Samoa Joe needs to get his moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, if Ray goes over, I, I what, what is he proving? You know what I mean? Like um, you got to have Samoa Joe win this. It it will solidify him as that you know that mid card uh, champion forced to be reckoned with. And, you know, hopefully down the line, they'll push him to an even higher, uh, you know, point on the card because he definitely deserves it. I mean, he's busted his ass all over the world for how many years? And I feel like he's always been snake bitten when it comes around mania season. He's finally getting his match. Give Joe uh, his his time to shine, you know. Leo? Now, uh, again, with Samoa Joe, he does need because remember, we know Samoa Joe. We've known him for years. But in the WWE eyes, he's a, he's a rookie. He's a new guy. Now, does that necessarily mean that he's a new guy? No, not at all. But you still need to build him. Just because the three of us know who Samoa Joe is and we've seen his matches doesn't mean that your average WWE Little person Jimmy. is going to see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that your average person. So like, oh, this guy, why is he winning? Okay, why does he have the title? Because we know what's, what's happened before that. So now let's start building him by actually getting some wins, which is what you need. Yeah, so absolutely. let's go. Um, we got a. Uh, I think it's um, career on the line. Triple H versus ah, Batista in a no holds bar match. Um, this is a match where obviously it's no no holds barred because uh, you want to protect Batista from being rusty in the ring and stuff. Yeah. So we'll we'll get chair action, maybe tables, uh, sledgehammers, a lot of downtime, all that good stuff. Um, hopefully, Bat. Batista doesn't Batista. get doesn't get winded. <laughs> that boy um, gonna get winded by the time he gets yeah. down the ramp. What, yeah, when he walks <laughs> down the ramp. <laughs> Give um, me what I want, some air. <gasps> you know, I I I was having this conversation with uh my boy uh Carlos. Um, shout outs to him. Um, uh, he's uh, one of my boys that we went to Japan uh, a year ago. And um, he actually thought like, oh, Batista, I win. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Batista's not winning. No, he's not winning. And he's one of these guys that still tries to believe in kayfabe when it comes to certain things. And he's real to me. They're still really me, damn it. I'm like, there's no way Batista's going to win. There's no way. Um, Triple H is going over. I think this match is it's going to be entertaining. It's more going to be more of a spot fed. It's not going to be a match that is uh, memorable. I think what, what is memorable about this leading up to this is these horrible, hilarious um, promo battles between the two, and mostly on the Batista end. When he was spitting all over that damn mic, man, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And then all the memes that came out of that with the with the Spice Girls and everything like that, it started off so good, and then it just went. <sighs> but um, I'm actually excited for this one, even though the the build hasn't been as great. 
Um, I'm really uh, interested to see how they tell the story in the ring. And on top of that, uh, I don't think uh, Triple H is going to lose. Um, and this, uh, on top of that, this is Batista's last match. Uh, he's gone on record and said this is the way he wants to go out. You know, he wanted to have one last uh, program with Hunter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we get to see uh, two farewell matches uh, with Batista and um, Kurt Angle. So um, I, I'm excited for it. I, you know what I mean? It, it, it's I, I don't think it's going to be. Um, uh, what, the, it's not going to be one of these matches like uh, Omega like, uh, and uh, Okada. It's not going to be no Omega Okada, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to be one of these matches that you're going to get. You, it's going to be a fun match to watch. It's not going to be like, like it's not going to be Taker Michaels from WrestleMania 25. It's just going to be a fun match, and there's going to be some spots there, and you know, that's pretty much. It's going to be entertaining to watch. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Leo, any thoughts on Batista and Triple H? Do what I want. I don't want to watch this match. Really, you have no interest in this <laughs> no. match. No, because okay, so it you're just having this match to have Batista at WrestleMania, right? And it, and if what Sammy's saying, this is his last match. It, they're they're it giving ca- him what he wants. Yeah, but you're kind of throwing it away. Like you could have done so many other I things. I feel like with this. I feel like they kind of for me. I feel like they maybe lose a little bit of interest in this match because of the story they're telling. Because Batista's excuse, exactly, of why like, he hates Triple H, it makes no sense. Yeah. And while and and between the promo battles, Triple H has been eating them up. But yeah, he's been showing everybody how to cut a promo. <laughs> he's been eating Legit. them up. Like NXT, uh, NXT superstars really need to take notes when he's on. Uh, but on but that, that kind of shows you what Mario and I always talk about. Like even like rap battles, you have these guys that they're throwing you know rhymes that are really well, and then Eminem comes out of retirement and eats them all alive. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting from Triple H right now. Triple H just came in, took the mic, and showed him exactly what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to sell a match. So now when you take all this into consideration, I feel being wasted on Batista. And by the way, Peter Zekas, he just wrote the same message like 17 times. Yes, Becky's the man. If you don't like it, deal with it. Keep going. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> what up to one, James Ponson? One, one thing I, I wanted to, uh, to mention about Triple H, and I actually meant to say it in the last show that we did. Um... I every time I see Triple H on my screen, I get like a, a, a like he's like a dad now. Like I know he's a dad my, in real life, but like old as hell. But he, like, I get like a dad who, vibe who, from him, who? like in a cozy way, like not in a negative way. Like yeah. I just get like like everybody looks up to him. He's like, you want a beer? Yeah, like he just get he just <laughs> he gives me like a dad vibe now. I don't know. I just I just wanted to mention that. But uh, moving on to the card, a, a match that that you know going back to the Lucha Mafia episode that we did um, right before New Year's. This was a match that we talked about on that episode. You can check on the archives, and in, I was not interested in it at all. And man, with one promo segment, they sold me on the match. And man, I'm looking into, I'm I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, man. This is a match I'm really looking forward to. Oh yeah. Um, man, Randy has showed up in his promos. AJ has showed up in in his promos, and man. This match should be really, really good. And we're still like a week uh, uh, away from Mania. We still gotta wait and see what happens on SmackDown. But man, this match—they um, got me invested in. They got me. They got me in this match, and they you got know, you hooked. This might be a match. This might be one of the ma- one of the matches of the night. And you know, uh, we know if Randy's invested, 
into a program. Mm-hmm. He puts it his all. We, we've seen yeah. it in the past before. If he's invested. And, and I think when it comes to this, he is invested. I think he has something to prove because he's facing a guy that arguably is the most talented in-ring guy in, mm-hmm. in the company. Um, and I think AJ goes over. I think uh, Randy doesn't need to win. I think AJ needs to win more than Randy does. Yeah, um, yeah the, the phenomenal one goes over. I'm I'm especially excited for this one. I feel like Randy Orton always hits the jackpot when it comes to WrestleMania opponents. Except Bray Wyatt. That match sucked. It could have been much better. It could have been much better. Uh, Triple H WrestleMania 25. They were they worried more about the great snake. opponent shitty match. Yeah. They worried more about the snake coming down the ramp than anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um I agree with you AJ Styles. I want I want him to go over, but it's Randy Orton. So like there's this part of me that's just like there's this part of me that's just like, oh no, <laughs> they're gonna put Randy over, you know, because they, he always finds a way oh, to win. Oh my man. god, I'm gonna be so upset. Yeah, people. The be only pissed. reason I think AJ is gonna go over now is because he signed that new deal with the WWE. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I I feel like it's it's you know, it's time for Randy to start putting putting some people over. He needs to start doing the job, bro. Yeah, he needs to start doing you know the job. I mean? The fact that he he beat. Bray Wyatt, I understand it goes with the storyline of that year. You know what I mean? Bray Wyatt could have dropped the title the month after that, the uh, next pay per view with that shitty yeah, what, whatever man. match we got. Uh, uh, what was it? It was supposed to be like the the final deletion, but it was called something else. It was a House of Horrors match. I forget what was it called. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be one of Randy Orton's best WrestleMania matches to date. Um, yeah, he's, man, he's kind of hit a stale point in his uh, career, and I think this is going to get him back on on track there. Any any thoughts on Oren and AJ? Again, with AJ, again, it kind of sucks going last, but it's okay. Uh, with AJ, you, go for, you go first in the next No, no, round. I'm good. Uh, I watch wrestling, though. So, but with AJ... Congratulations. Him, you played yourself. Him signing the deal um, does kind of show you that they offered him the money that he was looking for and that they're investing in him. Because you got to understand, when he first came in, AJ, when he first came in, it was more, uh, I don't know about this. Let, me, let us give him the, this this weird music that didn't make sense. He over exceeded everyone's yes. expectations. Yes. And that's why with the whole Kenny, going back to the whole Kenny Omega speculation, mm-hmm. whether he was going to go to, I feel like Omega would have been another guy that would have broken that barrier yeah. if he would have signed it. Obviously, he, you know, he, he became a VP at AEW, but I think he would have been a guy. You know, you just look at AJ, you know, while his... Reign as champion, which is memorable because of how many days he was champion. Mm. There was moments it was up and down yeah. as his his title run yeah. due to booking. It had nothing to do with him, but he's broken that barrier where yeah. he's been treated good. Now, do you guys think that he signed that new deal, uh, citing that he gets creative control over the character? No, uh, nah, they're, they're not, w- not going to give him creative control. No. They're not doing that. While we're on the topic of AJ, and I just want to touch on this real quick, uh, since he signed a new deal, we don't know. I think it's a three-year deal. I think, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. right within these three years, do we see him as Universal Champion? I could see it. You know, I think that the dream match that we're waiting to see is him versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would love to see him wind up on Raw after this Superstar Shakeup because I know that's coming down the pike. Um, man, I. I 
I would pay good money to see that match. Yeah, me so too, they man. they need to do it. If they don't if they don't put missed opportunity. Two, yeah, you know, they've missed a ton of opportunities with the talent mm-hmm. pool that they have right now. Mm-hmm. Uh if they don't put these two in the ring together before both of their runs are over, then that's going to be talked. And I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to be talked about like Hogan Flair and and WWE never had. Michaels and Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Leo Universal Champion in the sights of AJ Styles at some point? Well, yeah, because now that's their top title, mm-hmm. if, we, if we look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with AJ, I don't think a move to Raw right now would be good. because Well, they, we got three years, so... but that, Yeah, so right now it'll do it, maybe next year. But what happens is, you keep him on SmackDown, mm-hmm. keep him on Fox, keep him in front of everybody, because he is, I believe, a better draw... In, in the stars that you're trying to build than Brock Lesnar is as a champ. So keep him on SmackDown. Keep him do what you're doing. Ultimately, yeah, bring them over, have the universal title, but not if McMahon is is taking over uh, the whole thing. Wait till Triple H takes over because I don't think somebody like McMahon would, let, would know what to do with that champion. We know what McMahon's vision of the champion is, that big guy, muscles, you know what I mean? And I don't think AJ fits that mold, so he won't know what to do with it. And we'll kind of get that Nakamura thing, you know, where, hey, you just go ahead and take the title away from him. I so, I, I think McMahon's in, in charge now, and we got Daniel Bryan as the I mean, WWE. Finn Balor was the but, first universal champion, even though he got hurt. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that you're getting that because he's getting a whole bunch of backlash from other people. I'm thinking Triple H number one. And, and I also, I think McMahon is really what back to what Leo said. Uh, I think McMahon is really trying to make that universal title the the top yeah. title, even though us as a fan base don't <laughs> see it that way. No. They need to get rid of that red strap if they think that that's going to be the top title. I mean, uh, aesthetic look is everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, I, I I hate the red strap too, but um, it's not that bad. Let's talk, let's talk about red straps. Let's talk about the universal championship match. Uh, uh, next, we, we have uh, Seth Rollins challenging Brock Lesnar for. Uh, for the Universal Championship. You know, going back a couple months ago, before Kofi Mania uh, began, you know, even going back to late 2018, I would have been the guy telling you, you know, Seth Rollins is going to be like slaying the beast. You know, uh, the little the little bits and pieces we got a couple years ago, I think was Battleground with between Brock and Seth, which mm-hmm. it's a really forgettable match. But if you go back into it, you kind of saw what, they could have done if they were giving yeah. uh, amount of time. Taker uh, shows up at the end of that, right? Yeah, Taker is the one that shows up, and that led to Taker and uh, Brock at that year's SummerSlam. But, you know, this is a match that I think people want to, wanted to see, even though it hurts the story, the fact that Brock is not showing up to, to Raw or even giving us some backstage promos or something. He'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not helping the story, and Due to the the rise of Kofi Kingston and, you know, even Becky, while she's been watered down a little bit, but, you know, there's still a lot of hype between Becky compared to Seth. You know, somebody's got to take an L. In a perfect world, we would see Seth Rollins, Universal Champion, Kofi Kingston, WWE Champion, and Becky as your new Raw Women's Champion. But, you know, I don't think we're going to see all these titles change hands. I agree. Based on this Kofi Mania hype, man... I think Seth Rollins is going to do the job, and we're going to see Brock Lesnar and Money in the Sand 3 at Saudi Arabia walking in there as Universal Champion. Um, at the end of the day, while that might piss people off, guess what? The title that Brock holds means absolutely nothing. No. There's yeah. no history behind the title. No. We, it's I, the Brock Lesnar Championship. That's pretty much what it is. And yeah. 
Man. With a I, Kevin Owens asterisk. Yeah, and I think uh, <laughs> I think I think Brock Lesnar's gonna retain. I, you know, a couple months ago I would have been like Seth slays a beast, but yeah. in this case, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um the only re- reason why I'm agreeing with you is because of the Saudi Arabia thing and the, because Brock Lesnar is supposed to be on that card. And to be honest with you, I don't see him walking in as, as a challenger. Um, if anything, they might do the title switch there. Yeah. I could see that happening because they are uh, all in uh, – with the with the Saudi Arabia money, no pun, no yeah, pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they uh, that they're gonna be there for the next decade. So uh, we're gonna see a bunch of uh, big super shows there for the next ten years, and they gotta keep the people coming back. You know, people they have the business in in America. Um, so I, I'm gonna agree with you, man. As much as it hurts. Because I would love to see and, Seth and, win it. It hits you in the fields, right but I, mm-hmm. I I agree, man. I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna put the title on on uh, Becky. They're gonna keep it on Brock, and then we'll go. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll talk about the Kofi Mania. But go ahead, Leo. What do you think? No, and and I think with this, like again, if that money in the sand visual, because it's not even like somebody photoshopped it. Uh, uh, but uh, on on the record, the show's not called Money in the Sand. This was a creation we on this know. show. Yeah. No, but there are some people. No, there's some people. No, there were some people. Check out the page whenever you get a chance. I do. Um, there are some people. All the time. That's a lie. Um, I do. there's a there are people get it confused when I put in parentheses Money in the Sand three. They actually think that's the name of the show. No, that was a creation on this show <laughs> that, that we did for shits and giggles. Them. It's not called Money in the Sand. We should copyright it though. But go ahead, Leo. I'm pretty sure the WWE already looked at and uh, copyrighted. But <laughs> with with this match, um, I think Brock is taking it, and I, and I think you're right with what you're saying. You know what this reminds me of? Do you guys remember when uh, Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker uh, build up to WrestleMania was going on? And it was all Bray? Exactly. Where you had Bray talking to the camera and just babbling for 45 minutes. And who did the job in that match? Bray Wyatt. So it it reminds (laughs) me in so many ways of that. And it's a shame. You're right, man. You're right. But, uh, you know... uh, uh, Sammy hit hit it on point with saying that's Brock's championship. You know, yeah. in, in I would you know what I would love to happen <laughs> if Brock was just to be like they they kayfabe the audience like they you know when WWE tries to kayfabe the audience they they do it well and I feel like if they was to do like a, a work shoot where they do something where Brock has like a tirade backstage but it's really a work and he just holds the championship hostage. Instead of throwing it up, man, take it with you. And he takes it up. with it, and then they kind of just like, you know what? We've had so much backlash with the Universal title. We're bringing back a title with history, and they bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. We hold the tournament, you crown a new champion. And then Brock comes back with the Universal title, saying that he never lost a championship, and then you have a unification match. Yeah. I would like it. that. Get rid of that red bull. Yeah, because I, I don't give a shit about that title. Um, now... Uh, we're not covering the main event because we already did that. So no, uh, for those that tu- that oh. are tuning in, check out uh, the episode in the podcast version, or you could you know rewind this episode back on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know there's an argument to be made. This Kofi Mania, Kofi Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan match has a lot of steam, and you know what? If <laughs> they if it if it wasn't for this women's three way, I would not mind seeing this as the main event. Yeah, it has the most momentum behind it. Um, and and you know, there's a legitimate the, the storytelling on this 
hasn't been bad. While there have been a couple questionable things with the, the so many gauntlet matches that we've been getting. The no, but it was good on the second one because you got that swerve. Yeah, but I don't need to see Daniel Bryan in, in if Daniel Bryan and Kofi is the plan. I don't need to see Daniel Bryan and Kofi in the ring unless okay. it's a tag match. I don't need to see them in the ring. Okay, that's my only uh, argument for that. But man, yeah. this Kofi um, Mania thing is—it's amazing. Who would ever thought in 2019 we would see us wanting Kofi Kingston as WWE World Champion? Eleven hard years of. You know, blood, sweat, and tears. It, 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 it Yeah, man. Um, I'm telling you, wrestling fans are uh, we're a weird bunch. Um, I was talking with a coworker about this, where we don't give a shit what you did before. We we want to see you earn it, and we want to see you go through the the, the storyline and and the the hardships. You know, we don't like it when somebody gets the title right away, a la Ronda Rousey. Yeah. We don't like it when an outsider comes in and get gets uh, the championship, a la Ronda Rousey. You know, uh, we don't like it when we get somebody shoved down our throats, a la fucking Ron, uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. He was about to say Ronda Rousey too. No, uh, yeah, well, uh, they're, kinda. Both, they're, bo- they're both ours. Kind of, kind of. She they're was kind of shoved down same. our throat a little bit too. Um, but we love when we see that underdog go through that hardship. Like Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania 30, man. Whoever would have thought that that the kid from the independent scene would be in the Superdome uh, holding up both the titles in the WWE. Now we see it five years later with Kofi Kingston. Wasn't it the Silver Dome? (laughs) I don't have the Hogan box. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, man. Um, I I love it. I don't don't think Kofi Kingston... um, (sighs) Can, uh, no, no, I think he's gonna win it. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, th- I don't think he could cut a great promo, and that's why they they're keeping, uh, you know, Xavier and Biggie with him as, as much. I think as there's an argument to be made because that promo he cut on Vince was yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that, he could talk. I cause... think, I think I'm surprised that you didn't feel it because I'm not even a dad, but like I could, I only thought about oh. like all my friends that are fathers. That promo yeah, he yeah, cut yeah, on yeah. Vince, I, I totally forgot about that. That was that that came from the heart. You're right. You're right. I and, totally... and all, all the trials and tribulations. In many ways, he kind of admitted that he was a yes man. Yeah. Because you know, how many tag teams you has Coffee Kingston? Job, right? How many how many tag teams has Coffee Kingston been with? Him? Tag teams with Punk, our truth. Matt Seidel, um, Evan, Boy, Bourne, Evan Bourne, Evan, Evan Bourne. That he won the championship. Yeah, um, the New Day. He's been in so many tag teams. You know, mm-hmm. when they when they had nothing to do with Kofi Kingston, when he had to do Josh for the up and comers. A lot of people of forget course. that Dean Ambrose beat Kofi Kingston for the United States Championship when he was part of the Shield. Like you know, there's been p- times where Kofi Kingston was just the guy they the, the transitional champion. The Orton debacle. The the, the, the Orton debacle went. When we won, when we were ready to see Coffee Kingston be a main event, be a main event star, and then that that mishap with Randy Orton, and Randy Orton just ran right through him. Mm-hmm. And man, I it, 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 it's kind of a cookie cutter way of saying it, but yeah. you know who would have ever thought that in 2019 we would want Coffee Kingston to be a world champion? And and I want it, man. And they need to give us this. I know there's a lot of. Uh, Fantasy booking ideas out there mm-hmm. of a new day split of a biggie turning. Not yet. I think, I think we could get. Turn. I think we could get that, get it, but not now. Yeah. I yeah. think if anything, not only 
has this Kofi mania stuff given new life to Kofi Kingston? I think there's an argument to be made that has given new life to the New Day as a whole. Oh, well, yeah. they, they won the gauntlet. And, you know, and for him. And I don't need to, and I can't believe I'm saying this because you asked me this six months ago. I was ready for the New Day to turn heels or yeah. to do something different with them because I was no, tired. We of said it here. But man, I am ready for Kofi Kingston as world champion, and I do not need to see the New Day split just yet. Jessica Hoffman is saying, I so hope Kofi wins. I would love to see that. Uh, Gadiel Soto is saying, the New Day will split at Mania. Kofi will turn. Mm. I don't see that happening, though. Not yet. Um, I think that we'll see a breakup. And you know Congratulations. what? Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that. Um, I'm the show, remember? <laughs> what was I going to say? I totally forgot about that that promo. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm the gonna... Kofi Kingston promo yeah, to the, McMahon. Right, yeah. So, he, he, like you said, he could talk his shit. Um, but I we, didn't. I, I take that back. Uh, give me a congratulations for that. Congratulations, <laughs> um, you played yourself. But um, yeah, man, I'm ready for it too. And um, I feel like anybody that that has been busting their ass and never got that promotion mm-hmm. and everything like that can relate to Kobe Kingston character. And I, you know, well, who could hate this guy? I know. I know. Right. Really- Come on. Now, the, my thing is with the whole Kofi being a, I'm saying coffee now, with the whole thing Kofi being a talker. Coffee con leche. I think what happens is Xavier and Biggie, now Biggie has become a real good talker because he's just being silly. He's being stupid. They're so good talkers that you forget how good Kofi really is on the mic. You know, especially when he started with the whole Jamaican accent and everything, and then he transitioned was, all over. How, that that was such a that was such a. It was. That is a disgusting act. Oh, oh he oh <laughs> we're gonna make you we're gonna make you from Jamaica. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he's my man is from uh, Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fucked up. That's, Ghana's a long way from Jamaica. My man, yo, he's got to win the title. He's he's put in the work. And, yeah, uh, and, and that's the thing. Like, so, so with somebody that's been there for so long, like that's why I like what they did with our truth, giving them the title. But now what they did afterwards, that, but, should, that should be a you know now now we're kind of scrambling, giving our final thoughts. Yeah, um, yeah that should. That, let's be honest here. That United States Championship match, while we know the match is going to be good because it's Joe and Mysterio, right? right. That should have really been a multi-man ladder match. At he, least our truth, Mustafa, still- Mustafa Ali, Andrade Cien Almas. Our truth, Mysterio, Joe, and then you could probably th- you those 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 Jeff competitors Hardy. are maybe one of the Hardys. Like you, it, that that should have been a ladder match, and we're yeah. not getting that. So yeah. it's a damn. It's shame. unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's it is a damn shame. I have a feeling that we're not getting a ladder match because they don't know if it's going to rain or not. I think maybe, that, that's maybe. that's a big part of it. Even though they got that cover over so it, so you think they're going to call it last minute? They may. Like if it's not raining, well, well, we're not we're not getting. You know what? Who knows? I, I was going to say right now, we're not going to get a multi-man match. But, you know, if you go back to Fastlane... You're, no, no, not even that. If you go back to Fastlane, the scheduled pre-show match was Mysterio and Andrade. And then last minute, they made it a fatal four-way for the United States Championship. Right. So... You you just never you just never nowadays you just never know with the WWE. They promoted the Fatal Four Way to crown the new number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. They promoted it all week, and guess what? Last minute they changed it, and we get Charlotte and Oscar for the women's title. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they throw us another curveball. At we still got one more week, kind <laughs> of. You got the two episodes mm-hmm. of Raw, uh, Raw SmackDown. So who knows what comes out of these episodes uh, this week? So. Now, do you guys imagine doing this show back in the day when there was, like, everybody thought it was, you know, kayfabe? There's no way you could do this, like, 
Like what, what we're talking like about right now? No, I'm saying like they, they're doing a buildup for you, right? And we're going to go to war battling our points because for us it's real. And then at the last minute, McMahon gets his panties in a bunch and changes the whole thing on you. Like, okay, what happened to the buildup? Like that, I think that's where you're losing a lot of these. And, and I think it's getting, it's getting worse as years progress because Vince, Vince is getting older and Vince yes. is just getting like, I don't you, know, man. You know what the problem is? Mm. Continuity. Yeah. That's like watching a movie or, or watching a reality show and see Ray J's hat changed 37 times in, in a span of 10 seconds. Like, we need the WWE to get back to that, to go yeah. back to the continuity. Okay, let's start the feud. Let's end the feud. But as you're ending the feud, start the next one. You know what I mean? Like, make it a, a tag match where now they both turn on each other, and now you're building to the next one. There is no continuity. Like, whatever happened uh, to Paul Berg and Buried Alive, you know, whatever happened to Kane with, uh, with the mask, without the mask, Rey Mysterio with the mask, like, there's no continuity. And it's also it's also hard too, especially with like the dirt sheets around and stuff like that. So it, it, a lot of factors yeah. play into it. But I feel like when it comes to WWE booking and mm-hmm. logic, a lot of times not the NXT universe, but WWE as a yeah. whole, um, they just you know last minute they change something, mm-hmm. and you know that's due to Vince. You know Vince is is the guy that he has the last say in things, and also you know when you're surrounded but sometimes with a bunch of yes men, yes, yes Vince, yes. yes, yes Mario, yes, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't help yeah. help the product. I feel like um, lately they've been trying to give us what we want. You remember that? I'm sorry. I can't take you seriously. I, I just think of Batista. They, give they, me what I want. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they're tr- they try, and I feel like that's where you uh-huh. get a lot of these twists and turns and dips and dives and things like that. Obviously, nobody saw or called the Charlotte win um, last week, but um, I feel like they try, and I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we get the, the, the weirdness and the, and the no continuity. And, yeah. And and sometimes you know I think that um, they just need to to plan out a year mm-hmm. like they used to. Like I, I don't think you do it now because of the the whole people getting hurt thing. Because you could plan out a whole year, and I'm pretty okay, sure they look plan- at WrestleMania 32. Yeah, that yeah, was that a was fucking injury mania. Yeah, yeah injury so mania. Let, yeah. let me a- let me ask you this. And by the way, James Esponto is saying a uh, great show, guys. Uh, if you're going to any New York City wrestling shows, please post some pics. If you guys follow us on the page, I'm pretty sure the guys are going to be putting oh, what yeah. shows they're going to be going to. Mm-hmm. And if I decide to go to the G1, which we'll we talk about it. We didn't finish telling the people what we're... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. do that. Once uh, Leo gets his show. final thought, we'll definitely yeah. uh, uh, give a quick uh, you know, rundown of what yeah, we're going to do. I just have a, a quick question, right? So right off the top of your dome, what match starts WrestleMania? Pre-show or the actual main the show? The actual show. I don't care about the pre-show. Fuck the pre-show. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit there for 18 hours watching the pre-show. I'll I'll watch it the next day. I'm talking about the show show. I say Balor and Lashley. Okay. Why? Sammy doesn't feel that way. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking. I say, I say Balor and Lashley because uh-huh. what better way of... Bobby Lashley coming out, Leo Rush doing his regular shtick, talking mm-hmm. crap to the to the NYC New Jersey crowd. And then crowd, the demon coming and out. And then the demon comes out. Well, maybe like an NY in the back or, or something. Or something, you know. And that's just me. I could be completely wrong on this. No, no, but, but uh, this is but our opinion. This is what we think. I, I go with uh I go with Finn and uh and Lashley. Samuel? Uh I'm gonna go Ms. Shane. Just, okay. Just so Shane of, open up again? Yeah, open it up again and jumping off some <laughs> Shit. I called it off the helicopter, so yeah. anywhere from there down, we're yeah. good. I'm gonna jump off the Statue of Liberty. I, 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 honestly, I think if I, I think I think I think Shane's jumping off the canopy at least uh, from the canopy, the thing at that least. covers the ring. I yeah. think he's gonna jump off of that. Yeah, dude's nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, okay. Though. Well, what do you think is gonna start the show? 
The I'm show, gonna, show, main card, not pre-show. Totally the other way. I'm gonna go with Kofi and uh, I thought about that. And Daniel I, Bryan. Well, you know what? I'm I met, thought about I, you know that. what? When when the the rise of Kofi Mania started, I did mention on the show. You can check out in the archives. Mm-hmm. I did mention this would be an amazing opener. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, if you have that. Right. And by the way, people are saying Finn Balor with the King Kong on his back. Uh, um, so but if you actually take a look at it, right, you have this whole build up. You need to get that payoff to get people interested. Like, Oh, my God. Yes, we're going to get everything we want. And then you're going to start having those not so happy moments <laughs> where people are going to be like, no! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No! So, and then no! by the show is over, you know what Vince is going to tell you? Congratulations, yep. you played yourself. <laughs> so, you know what? Lo- Vince logic or wrestling logic, like, hey, remember, and, and this is the thing that I was remember. It's a roller coaster. It is. So they have it to get you to the top point for you to be able to ride the rest of the coaster. It's a great analogy, by the way. Right? And, and, and and it's not the roller coaster from WrestleMania um, thirty three because. <laughs> That started off high, and instead of going yeah. back up, it just kept on getting lower as the show progressed. So, but that's what I'm saying. So now, start with that match, mm-hmm. right? Build the rest of this. Mm-hmm. If you are going to have Cena come out, have Cena come out at the middle of the show yeah, yeah, yeah. because you know those are going to be your pops. But at the end of the show, now you're going to have the girls come out, do their whole thing. That's going to get a good reaction. But I think if you leave all the, the happiness to the end, you know that's not going to be the way. So if you're having a real shitty WrestleMania, it's really hard for you to turn around, even if Kofi wins. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, and, and I, I know I told you guys, but when The Undertaker lost the streak at WrestleMania 30, I was there. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember what the match after that was? No. I know. Nobody, nobody <laughs> I was nobody there. Cares. I was there. Nobody cares. All I remember was a women's match, and it was a tag team something, mm-hmm. right? But the silence in that Silver Dome. In that Silver Dome. You can hear a pin drop. Bro, it was eerie. It, it, it sucked the air out of the, 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 the stadium. And also, I think as a viewer the at people home, watching it at home? I was like, I, yo, <laughs> I, I remember watching that. And I remember I, I couldn't focus on the rest of the car until it got to the main event where Daniel <laughs> Bryan got his moment. But, man, I was just like... <laughs> But okay, so you remember that Daniel Bryan thing, right? Uh How did they start off that WrestleMania? With Daniel Bryan's match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you start up high, Mm -hmm. you kind of let it dip, Mm -hmm. you have the whole Undertaker debacle thing. And I think think the Bryan match before that, the other one he had against Triple H, Mm because didn't he fight like three times that night? No, Triple H and then the three-way in the main event. So even with that one, you still had like the way it was built. So now with this one here, Kofi, Daniel Bryan first. Now, we know what's going to close out the match. Mm-hmm. Now, my second question, I'm done with this. Are they going to boo the main event if WrestleMania is shitty? No. No. No, that, every, no that's not that's not happening. You know, we could criticize the storytelling mm-hmm. when it came to, comes to this three-way. Everybody's but but everybody, everybody wants to see, for the most part, I think everybody wants to see Becky get her moment. Yeah, so man. I don't think they're going to boo it. I'm yeah. good then. Everybody's emotionally involved in that. Um, So uh, we're about to wrap up, guys. But before, um, for those that are in the New York, New Jersey area for WrestleMania week, um, Sam and I, possibly Leo, will be uh, attending. Not going to lie. I'm going to try. I'm seriously trying. I have the money on the side. It's just a matter of whether my wife can go or not. I might just give you my G1 Supercard uh, ticket. Sammy, I am married. 
I need to make sure that my wife can go <laughs> first. Just saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy another one. All right. So uh, we're going to be uh, attending a couple of shows like uh, uh. Sam uh, talked about in the beginning of the show where we were trying to stall some time to get Jose uh, back into yeah. the, into the, uh, and it sucks because the broadcast. It, we try this. Mm-hmm. We try it out. We, we test it. good. We're good. And we go live and it's like, bloop. Okay, hey, that's know? what happens. Hey, on, on a live yo, show. Th- I'm telling you, Thanos, bro. He's trying to get him plugged in there for the next Avengers movie. Uh, our boy Flitch, uh, Johnny Lopez, saying he thinks that Ronda is gonna win. We never said that. Yeah, we we all kind of went. Ronda's gonna lose. Ronda's gonna. Yeah. Lose. But if she wins, that kind of gives him more heat to gloat and. To well, we're we'll, gonna we'll, throw shit in the ring. Yeah, if that well, happens. yeah, if that happens. <laughs> she's getting bashed in the beach. NWO formation type of heat. Yeah. Did we talk about uh, Cody Rhodes buying Bash at the Beach and a whole bunch of other things? That, that, that's that would that's no, be no, another no. We, episode. We we'll talk. Put a little bit out. No, no, no. We're not talking about no? that. We'll talk about that in another. So episode. we're not going to say that he bought Bash at the Beach. And we we posted that on the page. People that follow, follow the page, page follow that the you page. don't follow the page. I follow the, the page. Okay. Um, the last one with Chris Jericho, Double or Nothing, where he's banned from the WWE. Okay. Boom. I watched yeah. the page. You you probably you, you probably you probably did that because you knew we were recording again. No, <laughs> no, actually I've been watching wrestling. Okay, sure. Um, Don't believe me. We Thursday we'll be attending MLW in Queens. After Malibu? that we'll be Impact. Uh, we'll be going to Impact and Raw in New Jersey. Friday we'll be heading to WrestleCon. Um, Maybe then we the should r- put a list of like WrestleCon show uh, versus the world. Shut your mouth if you're going to shows, Sorry. then you can open your mouth. Um, after that we're trying to still go to Takeover. Mm-hmm. I have. I I'm, I guarantee I'll be at takeover. Mm. Sam's mm-hmm. bougie when it comes to mm-hmm. his tickets. Freaking out, man! I've been on this StubHub kick. Somebody help me! <laughs> I've been on this StubHub kick. Sam, I'm telling Sam to relax. Since, that he'll be all right. Since the Walter uh, match was fucking uh, booked, I've been looking <laughs> at StubHub. Drop your prices if you're a scalper. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm. Saturday will be, uh, heading to WrestleCon. Maybe we'll check out, uh, Pancakes and, uh, Pancakes and Power Slams, I think is uh, yes. the show. Um, Pancakes and Power Drivers. Pancakes and oh, Power Drivers. That's Sammy Callahan's Callahan's promotion. Uh, he'll be doing a mania show at WrestleCon. Might check that out for a little bit. Um, we're also going to go to something to wrestle with live. It's going to be one of their live shows with Conrad and Bruce. Do, do, do. And then we'll be heading over to the garden for the G1 Supercard. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Leo will mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can you stop doing that? It's annoying. Mm-hmm. If I had the ability to turn off your mic, I you would told do me it. not to open my mic. You don't have to do that either, though. <laughs> okay. You have to learn when to right speak. There, look. Yeah. there you go. Thank you. Hello. Stop. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Sunday we'll be heading over to the uh, Bullet Club block party uh-huh. with the tongue. Well, what time is that? That's uh, we'll we'll be. I think the the, the party starts at 10, 11 o'clock. We'll probably be there early though. Okay. Yeah, because I I think I probably go there. Because there's a kid's birthday party. I really don't want to go. All right. Well, the whole, uh, get excuse. your ticket, man. Get your, yeah, out. get your ticket. Get How your ticket. It's $70. <laughs> God damn. <okay>. All right. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Hold oh, on. Um, Let me see. My, there's a Bullet Club block party. My checking account. <laughs> you, you don't have to say this on the mic, by the oh, way. Okay, sorry. Um, and then we'll be at Mania. So if you guys see us, make sure uh, you say what's up to us. Um, that's pretty much the rundown of all the shows we're going to be attending. As you can tell, we'll be at WrestleCon a lot, so make sure you say what's up to you guys. I'll probably see a lot of familiar faces from the... And we're going to have some stuff to give out, so well, make sure oh, you look for us. Also, yeah, man. Yeah, make well, sure I, you look for us. We're also going to be giving out some stickers and some cards and stuff. Uh, Thursday, Thursday morning, while we head over to one of our first shows, we are going to drop um, Big something, not an announcement, something new that we've been working on. 
um, something new going forward for the Can show. I show them? No, you can't. Um, and that that's pretty much it. Leo, do you have any plugs and? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, we're getting new shows on LosRadio.com. You know, Regan's Wrestling are a part of it. We actually started our new Friday show, La Chercha, uh, this Friday, Paso. But if you guys want to do a show or are doing a show or know somebody that does a show and wants to be part of the family, info at LosRadio.com. And you guys can also check out LosRadio.com for a whole bunch of good stuff and LuchaOutsiders.com for our merch. Mr. Samuel. All right. So, uh. If you're into video games and uh, video game streaming on Twitch, you can follow my wife being Bree, um, B-R-I-E. Um, she is streaming all kinds of stuff from Overwatch to retro games and things of that nature. Uh, follow me at Sammy Suplex everywhere. I am on uh, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. That's my handle everywhere. Tinder. No, no I'm married. Leo, come on, don't get me in trouble. Um, Congratulations, you played yourself. And I'm sorry, Sam. That wasn't for you either. I'm sorry, Sam. Uh, Tomorrow Needs Wrestling. That's a great page on Instagram to follow as well. The great, great bunch of guys and gals uh, over there, um, you know, shedding light on, uh, you know, mental health in the wrestling uh, community. And, um, you know, if you're into some cool stuff uh you know check out chalkline's website they got a bunch of awesome you know jackets merch yeah man they're really cool jackets so check them out um hold on real quick james Esponso saying leo do the shows for los radio have to be about wrestling no they could be no. about absolutely positively anything make a demo dude i'm actually maybe... talking to somebody they're gonna do a show about dungeons and dragons interesting that's pretty cool that's, that's interesting <laughs> interesting i can see it in your face <laughs> <laughs> and Mario's trying so hard <laughs> not to shit on that. Anyways, uh, any, any, anyways, um, if you guys make sure you follow uh, our page on Facebook and Instagram at Lucha Outsiders, we're consistently always putting out uh, information out there. Whether it's funny stuff, news items, um, we're always putting stuff on there. Um, you can follow yours truly at Rated R since '87. Truly. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> um, I always like to chat up uh, wrestling with you guys, whether it's in person, online. I don't mind, man. I'm a wrestling head. We're all wrestling fans here. As long as you don't say anything fucking stupid, I won't yeah. bury you. And with that being said... Uh, real quick, Edgar Irizarry is saying, wonder what, what Hogan will be doing at Mania. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Come on. He's coming out. Thank and you. And screwing Vince. <laughs> and he's going to help Kobe go over. And then he won't be a racist anymore. Thank you guys so he much for shut your mouth. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Los Mania 3. Thank you for the Ricas of Wrestling, Jose G, for being part of the episode. Yeah. He had to leave early, so if you missed anything on today's episode, check out the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you won't be fancy Apple Podcasts. Tune in La Mesca app, Los LosRadio.com, Stitcher, yeah. wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star Frost Flash Radio View Comments Grievous and Barry is the one of us. It'll most likely be this jackass that's sitting right in front here. of me. Right here. By the way, say thank you to Sammy's wife for the awesome thing. Yes, shout outs to Bree TV right for there. the awesome Los Mania yeah. 3 design. Yes, absolutely. She is taking commissions too. So there you go. <laughs> you know, shout out to her. So if you're and, interested in that. Yeah, and also, you know, check out Regan's Wrestling. Mm -hmm. you know, they uh they helped us out. But hey, share the video, guys. And uh, you can find us everywhere. Listen, if you're not following us yet, this yeah. is the week to follow us. Yes. This is, this we is are the week. posting a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. If you're not going to the shows, follow us. There's gonna you're going to be there in spirit. 
We're, we, we're trying to take pictures of talent. We're going to get videos. We're going we're gonna to put it all on our stories, posts, all that good stuff. And if you meet somebody, tag us so we can also put it on the page. Absolutely. Yeah. Just Absolutely. It works. It works. It's all about working right. together, We're guys. all family right. here. Friends of the show are part yeah. of the show, right? Absolutely. So for Jose G? For Jose G of the Regans of Wrestling. For Leo, the old man, show oh, yeah. football. For Sammy Suplex. Yeah. I'm yours truly, Mr. Rated R. Keep it rated R and stay too sweet. Enjoy WrestleMania week, people. It's here. Get that shit out of your head. Thank <laughs> you.